Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hit it! <laughs> All right. Uh, what song do we start with this week? What is, what is the intern hitting? Um, the minutes. Oh, you know, that's his job. <laughs> oh, are you implying the intern can't hit anything? <sighs> Yo, intern, tell her about that dick game. That, that ain't the only shit that's bald. Am I right, huh? Am I right? <laughs> her girl, you look like a waxer. Are you a waxer, intern? <laughs> what? Are you Does a waxer? Like? Yeah. Not the hair, your pubes. Oh. Oh, <laughs> nigga really. touched his balls as smooth as your bed. <laughs> nigga touched oh, wow. his forehead. God damn it, Marley! What would you do if you if a man was like wax? Like Alicia, you're dating a guy, you already like him, everything, and then you see him yeah. waxing his pubes. Are you down? Are is this hygiene good for you? Is or is this just weird? I mean, I'm not going to judge him. You're a liar. I'm just going to be like, all right. I'll just give him a look and be like, all right. Do you <laughs> Yo, what do you say when a guy is talking to you about yeah. your man and shit talking your man? And he is shit talking him because he knows he has a gun and your boyfriend does not. Because he has a gun? <laughs> yes. You know those niggas that shit? Yo, there are mans that will shit talk, like goons mm -hmm. that will shit talk your man. And girls will be like... Be nice. <laughs> They're the worst. Because they know. No they know that nigga bit. got it on him. Oh, my um, God. Be nice. Oh, Your girl says be nice in defending you. It's a rap, bro. Yeah, no. She Have not you ever had a woman you. defend you, Marlon? I, I wouldn't know. Level? I wouldn't know. I've never been. Like, they, they could say that, but I don't know if it's the truth. Sometimes people just try and get points. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I would definitely, like, try to hype up, but, like, yeah gun talk so i don't know gun but like talks. i've also been in situations like at my work that like they knew my nigga was an ain't shit nigga so we would mm. collectively just make fun of him oh my god <laughs> you too yeah oh my god you would join in on yes. roasting your own yeah. man you but you were dating the dude i know wow but that'll let what? you know where where alicia is folks alicia will not had, ride for you he had a girl pregnant so at that point it was just like oh. you know, he was just, we were just like yeah he is a fool he's a cloud and you know so wait after he got the girl pregnant you stayed with him for a little bit longer how long how much longer um was it one of those things where you're like okay i'll try but it was just like too yeah. much for you i stayed with him until like i stayed with him through the whole pregnancy wow yeah because i found out when he found out she was pregnant and i stayed the baby was born um but like at the last couple of months we ended up like going on a break and then i don't know what, what did happened. he do like, to it was convince like you we to got stay. back together but not really and then i just couldn't deal with all the drama because she was crazy on top of that so uh, that's worse yeah what did he say to keep you to stay or did he have to say anything? I mean, that girl did keep it. 
so yeah, yeah, she definitely <laughs> kept the baby but it was like a lot of it was just like a lot at first it was um he found out and he claimed that she had already been um nearly like four months pregnant so that would have been like before like right when me and him first met so it was kind of like okay like we just met do you know what i mean yeah yeah it is what it is yeah um so at first it was kind of just like okay like and then 13 months go by no but then it was like <laughs> it, it was like she he doesn't even know if it's his because then he pulled the whole oh she a hoe card oh. and she won't get a paternity test he thought he and was then, jersey okay okay yeah and then after that uh eventually he started saying certain things and i'm like bro this doesn't make sense like you're not going to get knocked up in pre in October and then have the baby in October. Yeah, you're not like, a celebrity. Like, only mad. celebrities have babies for four years. Like, Amber yeah, Rose was, was pregnant like... for at least a decade. So, the, so oh when did he God. end up having sex with her? Like, how deep into your relationship? It must have been right at the start. Yeah. It, was it must have been right the same week. That it... Like, it was literally, like, the same time that, like, me and him, like, decided to actually be in a relationship and shit like that. Like yeah that's when wow. he was decided to knock her up but he didn't tell me until like months later that um you know he lied about when mm. he got her pregnant and it was like okay at that point like obviously i started working my way out of the relationship like emotionally trying to get like through it or whatever but yeah yeah it was just like a bunch of lies at the beginning so you lied to me oh you need I heard this song on Twitter this week and the video was hilarious. Why your face so ugly? And this shit is like club God say, throw that ass, poke it out. I ain't gay, but I let a bitch eat me out. Talk that shit. Yeah. Bad bitch and my bitches too. Take all these niggas' money, what we fist to do. They leave. Then leave. Get that bread, get that head. That's what Alicia should have done. Then leave. But he was broke. Bitch, then leave. Apparently. Get that bread, get that head. Then leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Club Godzilla, I ain't tricking. I'm just dicking bitches down, head down. Pop that, pop that, pop that pussy to the ground. She a freak, hoe. I put her on the team. If you keep your pussy clean, then scream. Who's this, I-90? Who's that, what? The dude from DTP with the deep voice. I look like Charlemagne. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, man. Speaking of DTP, did you hear the new announcement? I did not. Oh. 2 Chains Rick Ross? Oh, yeah. Oh, the 2 Chains Ricky? Yeah, boy. Disturbing the pieces own titty boy going up against Ricky Rose. I wanted Renzel versus, versus Curtis. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I wanted yeah. Renzel versus Curtis badly. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to see Pimpin' Curly come out. I wanted to see uh, just a lot of fuckery, man. Like, they need to get a versus where two people don't like each other. It's going to be the best one. Easily. It's going to be the highest viewed. It's just going to kill it. I, I want to see also Tiger versus Takashi, and I don't know why. I just feel like the internet would have a field day somehow with those two in the same room. It would definitely be one of the highest streamed <laughs> ones. Someone just said on Twitter, like, Tiger's, Tiger could get a lot of people out of here still. And Tiger be having, like, not lying. little bops. Yo. Like, secret bops. Like, <laughs> they just <laughs> like, creep up. I don't want to admit that they're bops. <laughs> that taste they just, song. They bubble to the top. 
Yeah. I don't know a single word from that taste song. Except for <laughs> she gonna need a taste, taste. Like that's all I know, and I just remember the beat. That's it, and I remember Joe Budden singing it. Not every time I hear that song now, I hear Joe Budden sing do 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 do. Can't even hear that song the same anymore. Oh man! Um, shout out to Patreon gang, our subscribers in the chat. Let's go. Bong, Who's bong, in here? Who bong. we got? We got my man Jason. He's at work. We got Jordan. Shout out to Jordan, man. Jordan doing a lot in the community, man. Shout out to Malika, Richard, Sumaya, Koda, Troy. Troy, you gotta get you gotta get that volume up somehow. Um Malika said, Alicia, girl, I feel like writing a book on the stories based on your experiences. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking funny. That is fucking funny. And Jason said he needs the audio book. He needs the audio? Mm -hmm. That Jason. boy, that boy like your voice a little bit too much, Jason. We watching you, brother. We watching you, brother. I was just talking to my mom today. I was like, I would love to like read somebody's audio book. So if any of you guys are writing a book and need the audio version, I want to read it. Oh, you just want to read someone wanna, that's like, not hasn't been it. done yet. Oh, sick! Yeah, 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 that'd be dope. That'd be yo. That's a that's a career right there. But you gotta be on point. I know. Like I when it's a whole the word, book, like. you <laughs> gotta go one page at a time and enunciate. Like, she be crazy. I mean, she is. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> bitches is wild. I mean, bitches are wild. Um, and so the little man. I mean, so the boys. <laughs> <laughs> little man oh man do we have a little man this week uh i think the little man needs to go to what's his name uh what's his name the one that's been harassing the girl uh to live motherfucking quelly to leave quelly what a way suit i yeah, what's he doing he's a little man that's little man syndrome for sure oh You're he fucking harassing yeah. somebody for you like weeks now like how long has it been it's been Too going late. on for way too long this young lady simply said listen uh, uh somebody yes. tweeted something about oh it was my boy nigel who tweeted about how um there are tons of to black uh male celebrities who are married or dating black women because he's saying that the narrative is always oh people get rich and and they they date a white girl immediately black men date a white girl immediately and he's like no 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 there's tons of black men with a their black queen and then he named off like 30 40 different um guys and talib Kweli was one of them and i mean he was one of them I, he was like near the end of the list <laughs> like he it wasn't even like it was the tweet was centered around him it was one name in a list of names and somebody said retweeted it this young lady retweeted it and said yeah, but half of these um, half of these black men are dating light skinned women, right? But we'll talk about that another day. And Talib Kweli felt it was necessary to go into this young black queen's mentions and say, "No, no, no, let's talk about it now," <laughs> and proceeded to talk about it, even when he wasn't talking to her for the next like week and a half. Like that's his entire Twitter. Well former twitter because twitter got rid of that ass yo when he yes. gets on his yep. rant he just goes off and like he is aggressive so and i'm not even on twitter much but like i follow him for some reason and whenever he pops up i'm like 
why do I follow you still? You're just so angry. Like, All chill, the time. Super like righteous. Like don't be mad. Kendrick's fingers. out here, and we listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> All the conscious rappers hate everything today. <laughs> the only one flourishing is Common, and that's because he has a different black queen every week. <laughs> he I mean, don't he give has, a shit. He has variety too. Like he doesn't stay in one. Most uh, deaf, corner. most deaf running for his life. He can't be bothered on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Talib Kweli's just out here angry with a with a newspaper boy hat from the forties. Like you can't mm -hmm. be that angry with that type of hat. It's insane. And yeah, so he, he dresses like Michael Jordan's dad too. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, the man. He um, uh, it's so funny because uh. When you have dirt on yourself like that, there's no reason you should be hyping up and, and putting a spotlight on yourself, essentially. Um, a young lady tweeted, oh, now that Talib Kweli's off Twitter, um, I can expose how he was at, uh, I used to work as a sex worker at this brothel or some shit like that, and he used to come in and, uh, and do coke and fuck white women. <laughs> even though he was on twitter professing his love for his black for queen his black and his queen. child and all that shit <laughs> so twitter man listen man twitter getting him out of here they, they already deleted his profile and shit i guess that's our little man of the week wow this is really yep. taking off little man, little man is out here but yo intern i know you're about to be real happy Thirteen minutes in. This is this is like back in the day <laughs> when we would remember. <laughs> record breaking. No, I think our record's like a minute and a half. Yeah, intern. Yeah, I'm yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one minute thirty seconds. I'm convinced yes. a girl comes over and intern's like, "Let me set the mood." <laughs> Puts on the intro music. <laughs> He's just screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rips off his clothes like bruce almighty yeah that's hilarious how's everybody's week hold on first of all let me start you see the mic arm hey, you see me not leaning in shit hold on hold on let me see if i can sit back with it hold on. oh shit no i can't do that all right <laughs> but how are you how's y'all weeks oh man i had to had to i'm tired of this leaning in business and it's just my neck my back it hurt my you know the rest um <laughs> alicia how was your week uh man <laughs> you yeah you had a rough one this week yeah what happened it's just just been sad like <laughs> <laughs> talk to us <laughs> we here we your people so is it one of those random waves of sadness or you're just like this week i don't feel like doing shit yeah, I mean, it's been like the last couple of weeks has kind of been building up to it. And then like this week, I just felt like so much stuff has been going wrong. Um, and just like not like not feeling motivated, not like sure what's next. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that really like gets to me and then other stuff. But yeah, you hate uncertainty. Yeah. And I I'm saw the other I saw the nigga in that eye roll of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you look at that nigga like this nigga. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> What's wrong with it? <laughs> I hate when he does that. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> Yo, oh man. Now nah, we all get those. I got. I had that like yeah, a couple I mean, days ago. A lot of people are going through that. Yeah, mm -hmm. especially this time of uncertainty, man. 
for freelancers especially you're new to freelancing too so this is like double the amount of uncertainty that we're even yeah. used to and, and i'm such a person that i need um structure i kind of need like structure i need to like force myself to go to work and then whatever um and i'm so used to always being busy like I've yeah. been working since I was 15 and I've always had multiple jobs. So it'd be like one job to the next job. And now it's just like, I'm just here. <laughs> sometimes I'm happy with it. And then other times I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah. then I'd be buying so much sneakers and I'm like. <laughs> Shoe therapy. So Shoe therapy is like, a thing. Yeah, I do it because I'm like, oh, I love sneakers. But then it's like my bank account. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that'll do that, it. You know what? I was having the same conversation with somebody because, you know, uh, I'm in the same boat as you, Alicia. Let's keep it real, yeah. man. You know, somebody was asking me, yo, how you doing? And before I could even, before I let him finish asking how you're doing, I'm like, are you ready for the answer? Oh, <laughs> if you're not shit. ready for the real answer. Don't if I me. get that text Don't, and I said the how you doing? Ask, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. What have you been doing? Because right now is a very spe special or specific time. You know, mm -hmm. like you said, there's a lot of uncertainty. So people don't know how they are. Yeah. yeah. Like, so to ask that question, like it requires a very heavy answer. So unless you're ready to to to, to listen, don't ask how. Yeah, you can't right. throw the how you doing as a as a one of those. Oh, I'm good, you know how you doing? Like yeah. it's not. <laughs> once I get that text back, like, are you sure you're ready for the answer? I'm gonna be like, ah, damn. Like, abort, ah. Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> I fell into the web. <laughs> I um I haven't been lying to people though. They'd be like, how are you? I'm like. I'm not okay, but like I will be fine. Like I've been through so much Ooh. in life that like this is just nothing. It's just like a period of time where I'm just really sad and like down on myself. So, but um, Sticks Tech like DM me the other day, yesterday, and he was just like, I just know that you've been like going through it. How are you? And I just started crying instantly. <laughs> Sticks will do that to you though. Oh <laughs> Sticks got that timing. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. This is your song for the week. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. This is the type of shit I listen to and shit is not okay. People telling me they're not okay. <laughs> Talk to us, sir. Four in the morning, I can't sleep in another city. I'm worried about where you may be. Feels like I've been here. Stressing the things that I can't see. Where do you go? What do you do without me? Beautiful song. Has her missed? Has she missed once? Never. In her life? She don't miss. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Losing my faith, I'm losing my faith. Slipping away, you're slipping away. I'm not okay. If I'm really, if I'm really in my sad bag, let me show you how it gets down. Hold up. This is my sad bag right here. Nothing like some John Mayer to make your ass depressed as shit. <laughs> That's my dog. Whoa, sir. <laughs> sir. You know a song's good when you sing the instruments. Any song that I've sang the instruments, 
fire. I got I got it. I got it. Gravity is working against me. This is my sad bag right here. And gravity. Yo, him singing this shit live. Wants to bring me down. Just depressing the podcast. Let's just keep it rolling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alicia's like, I'm gonna, gonna cry again. My it's out. good content, Alicia. It's good content. Listen, people really think I'm a thug. So when I say I'm not good and I be crying, they be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I cry all the time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's quarantine, man. This this is never a time like this ever in our history. So like everybody's off off their rockers right now. It's right. natural. It's I'm the complete opposite crying. in crying. I right. cry for happy shit way too much. Really? Like Ooh. sad stuff, I'm perfectly fine. Happy mm-hmm. shit is overwhelming to me. Yeah. Like yeah. just overwhelmingly cute or overwhelmingly just like, like especially those videos like colorblind videos and they get them the glasses and they see colors for the first <laughs> yeah. time and shit. I'll fucking I'll it? lose it. I'll be in my room just <laughs> <laughs> you never see colors in life. He never knew what red was. He didn't even know the banana. Like I'm I'm losing it. <laughs> Losing it, my the, the baby that heard that heard for the first time. Oh my god, the cochlear ear implant videos. Don't get me started, bro. I look up all that that happy shit, <laughs> especially when <laughs> no, I'm man. sad. Especially when I'm sad, I look up car su- surprises, um, uh, puppy surprises, like all types mm. of shit. I like that. Don't don't stuff. don't watch that while you're taking a shit on the toilet, though. Um. Yeah, I'd never watch children with my pants down. That's no, no. I'm I'm talking just like the, the, talking, <laughs> the stuff that makes you cry. I'm talking. About. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, crying, taking the shit is fucking nuts. Yo, I was I was going I was taking a shit just going through the, going through the scene. You know, one thing. You know, some Karen got me pissed. Police brutality got me pissed. And some puppy had me all cute and fuzzy. And then some kid was doing some. Some like really inspiring singing, and I'm on this emotional roller coaster. And then, like, this tear just like starts rolling down my cheek and just falls off my chin and just lands on my dick tip. Oh and I'm like, oh my god, I just did this. I'm this sorry, so that's weird. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't cry. Oh that took shit. such a fucking turn. <laughs> like, your doo stories are bar none. <laughs> Hey, oh, it's the second one wow. in one month. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Just you gotta, you gotta watch out, man. This nigga had salty dick, salty nuts from the tears. <laughs> Boy went from a cashew to a peanut. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> How's your week, Norm? <laughs> Same as Alicia's, minus the crown on the dick part. Um, <laughs> this is the music he heard in the washroom. <laughs> Fucking. Oh you know, I was God. actually. Uh, well, as you can see, I got a haircut, looking like a king. Ah, 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 I see you. Bang, you bang, got that. Bang. You know what you got? That early Backstreet Boys. That oh, I don't care who you are, where from. Is that Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? As long as you love me. That's BSB. Uh, that's that's BSB. That's BSB. Uh, right? This is very ninety-eight degrees. Um, yes, ninety-eight very, degrees. Like, wow. Like Southern what California. Was their song What's again? up, bro? What was you know, ninety-eight we, degrees? Big tune again. 
It's the hardest thing I've, I've ever had, had to do. do. Oh, fuck that! This is a Jamaican classic, you know. Hey. Hey. Nah. I swear Nick Lachey is the only nigga that sang in his group, bro. The rest of the niggas were like... I don't even remember who else was in that group. It's just a bunch of middle-aged white men that look like every other middle-aged white man. Shout out my man John the Barber in the back. Chrissy in the back. Gang, gang. It's a big tune, you know. Someone else who loves me and trusts me fast asleep. I made up my mind. She's been good to me and she deserves better than you. It's the hardest thing I'll ever have to do. To look you in the eye and tell you I don't love you. It's the hardest thing. This was this was my boy band song. Nothing beats this. O Town. Oh my God, O Town. O Town, baby. It's all or nothing. You know what that song was good. Thank I'm you. That <laughs> yeah. look is in your eyes. I thought with time you Sing it, chat. It's over. Yes! Norm's remembering flashbacks. Somewhere selling drugs during this song came out. Selling bad O's. You know, I fight for you. And how can I find someone who isn't even there? I've had the rest of you. Now I want the best of you. I don't care if that's not. Sing it, Alicia! Cause I want it all Or nothing at all There's no one left to fall When you reach the bottom It's now or never Is it all Or are we just friends Is this how we end With a simple telephone call You leave me here Big blood yeah, costume. Would be a reggae version without the skege, a little skege bounce in it. Ding and all. When you reach the bottom, it's now. <laughs> Yo, that would be sick. Yo, Sanchez, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys remember the uh, that group Voices of Theory? The oh my God! Yeah, no. That, song, that was another one Voices of, those of Theory. That had the oh joints. God, that was a two. Wait, do you guys remember? Oh, watch this. Uh, yeah, I remember this. Don't put your hands up. You were wearing Hollister, nigga. Do you remember? <laughs> no, no one was rocking American Eagle them times. <laughs> 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 
kids on the block Had a bunch of kids Chinese food makes me sick And I think it's fly when girls stop by For the summer, for the summer yeah. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch I had one wish Wow, what a cuffing season bop. I feel like Norm could definitely like spike his hair now. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Yo, and then, Norm. And then, and then dye the tips blonde. Oh my God. Bleach yes. blonde tips. Yeah. With the, oh, with the yeah. moose. With the moose. Norm, do it for comedy, brother. Do it. Do <laughs> it for comedy, man. That's how Bro. you, that's how you got to coerce Norm, you know. Ladies. I might still have like a, a Hollister and stuff like that. Ladies, if you if you want to be toxic with Norman, get the dick. Just coerce him into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me for comedy, Norm. Do it for a bit. I'm doing, I'm doing for the sake of the bit. I man. know you think it's gonna be horrible, but think of the stories. <laughs> That's 10 minutes you can get with me, Norm. It'll only take one. That's crazy. Patreon gang said blonde tips, Patreon goal. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, shit. Patreon, if we get to 75 members within the month of... Do it. She'll do it. If we get to 75 members by the end of August... Norm has to bleach blonde the tips and moose is here. <laughs> it's it's struck. The deal is struck. And I'm gonna grow my mustache out like Manny Pacquiao so I'll look like him in '99. Oh my god. What? <laughs> going too far. Yeah. No, no Taking it too far with the pedal stash. Nobody asked for that. <laughs> Your hair looks good though, man. It looks really good. It looks like it has more life now for some reason. Well, you know, it, it, it brings me back to my, like, the 90s when I used to have this haircut. Mm. Minus this little Fu Manchu, whatever this Ricky Ricardo <laughs> stash is. But I would rock this thing while listening to, you know, Smashing Pumpkins and Nirvana and and all that shit. I was a real rock. And Sugar kid. Hill. But oh. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, sugar, sugar. No, no, that was... That was <laughs> That was the rapping rock. I mean, that was like the <laughs> that was like the start, wasn't Park it? Park. Yeah, and all that shit. That was the start. All those guys. I think Sugar Hill. Is it Sugar Hill? Is that what they were called? Yeah. Something no, like that. I, there was Sugar Hill. It was Sugar Hill. Sugar Ray. Sugar oh, Ray. Yeah, Sugar Ray. Maybe Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray band, sounds that's right. A song. So yeah, Sugar Ray sounds right. But they were Sugar one of the Ray first. Is, um, the song with Supercat. Just one slide. Oh, big yeah. tune. Big tune. Put your arms around me, baby. That was a tune. <laughs> this is definitely a, a shuffle party song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shuffle. Oh, man. I miss shuffle. Oh, me too. You were just reminding me. Stop that. Some of the best parties in this city have happened at Revival. Yeah, for sure. Like, let's talk okay. about it. Nostalgia. Mm -hmm. uh, the shuffle. That mm -hmm. slow jam party. Mm -hmm. bar, uh, bar, recently, bar, recently tagging up and uh, partnering up with Beats by Dre. Let's oh, go. We about, we about to have fun. We about to have some Let's fun. Let's go. So next, Beats by Dre. Next month, I'm going to tell you guys and only you guys. So you guys got to keep it on the hush, okay? Shh. Shh. Is everybody listening? Let me turn my headphones on. Yo. We're back at Revival next month still. Wow. Mm. 
Wow. But you guys aren't still. It's not, 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 not you guys still. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all partying at home. <laughs> oh, okay. Live it's still virtual, live. baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Y'all be in the room, though. Y'all be in the room virtually with me. You be in the room. You're- it would be sick if you just flipped flipped the camera around and there's like one person in there. Just like, yeah. It's just an intern in the middle. It's fucking. He's just the elbows. <laughs> oh my goodness, intern! How was your week, bro? My week was good. Mm, that nigga got some cutty. You hear that? My Fine. week was good. Yeah. My week was good. My week was. Mm. My week, um, Last week your the- week was all right. So. Mm. yeah now mm. it's good ah! um you know uh yeah getting the computer together that's what they call um, it these days huh yes mm. <laughs> <laughs> getting the computers together that that hard drive or that floppy yeah, disk deal with that floppy disk yeah <laughs> i do know what's coming with the floppy disk <laughs> oh, trying, trying to lose the data <laughs> Dang it. oh my god so you reformat some pum pum what else happened um uh, besides that um like finished watching uh little fires everywhere mm. and i'm watching ozark now i'm behind i'm season two so i'm finishing kind of mid-season of uh ozark and uh absolutely nothing after that mid-season of ozark is <laughs> where they lost then? me that's where they lost Sorry? me mid-season of ozark is where they lost me which one which season uh the one you're on right the where you're I'm at on. right now oh, okay i don't okay. know why I, I just lost interest i don't know what it was i loved I, the first season loved it same i don't even remember if i finished the four, first season do you watch anything through <laughs> i do <laughs> you'll be starting ozark at 4 30 a.m i do i feel like i might have watched the first season but then that's it this is like you're only your only assignment is crazy yeah first season was that's really what good. i heard no, it's really third good. season yeah that's what I oh heard. third season, season. Crazy. Yeah, third, i heard third like, season they are full-blown criminals like they don't give mm-hmm. shit no nice. more like nice even the kids are like i guess we're criminals. they broke bad too. completely like <laughs> they they fully went all in man. i know it's, it's good great. because i loved when walt went all in on breaking bad that's when the show uh, got extra lit when he yeah. started when he started be- becoming heisenberg like for real for real it, that's when the show got extra lit Alicia, your only assignment this week, your only TV assignment, mm-hmm. the Chappelle show. That is it. Yeah, Chappelle That's all yes, we want. Yes, the listeners Alicia, want it. Alicia, Everybody in please. the chat, if you want her to watch it, please say something in the chat. Aww. Get her inspired. Please, this Alicia, is a, this please, is a please. crime. I, I don't okay, even know if she least, can. At least one Where episode. Where can I watch it? I actually have one of the seasons. I will send you DVDs. a link. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the DVD just collecting dust. <laughs> season of like one of them like she got a there. dvd and she's had it so uh, long we don't even play dvds anymore no, since i was like what maybe 16 see malika's like you need to watch it, it to me wow <laughs> he's like First. thanks but no thanks no, <laughs> see malika said girl you need to watch <laughs> i feel like i know a lot of the jokes because like that first boyfriend of mine was really into it so well you've probably just heard a lot of jokes via the culture just in passing and not knowing it was that 
Like for example, yeah. game blouses. I'm pretty sure you've seen that. Isn't it said. the one? Uh, Kobe. Fuck your, fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Iconic. That like look at that. That's one. <laughs> that's just Bush. one skit, and there's like four or five iconic one. lines from that one skit. There's fuck your couch. Like fuck your couch. There's fuck your couch. There's um fucking uh. Wyatt Power. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a whole. That's a whole skit. Yeah, that's another whole skit. We're a full of quotes. Chinese people with their ching, ching chong, 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 chong. Go back to your country. Back to your country. White, White power. power. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was the best, man. Dave Chappelle, the genius. I would love for him to just randomly, randomly pop up final season Chappelle show. Especially right now. Oh my oh. God. Could you imagine a MAGA skit? Can you imagine a MAGA that skit right incredible. now? Incredible. Yo. Yo, and he's a polarizing <laughs> figure, man. Like things he things he says and does, like literally just weaves its way into everyday life for people, and it's it's like that's why he is. Pro- I'm ready to call him the greatest comedian of all time now. To be completely honest, wow. Eddie yeah. Murphy was my guy. Yeah. I love him. I was gonna say, imagine he he replaced Charlie Murphy with Eddie Murphy. <sighs> be crazy man. jesus and he's, charlie no, murphy he's was, number one for sure charlie murphy was hilarious yeah i think we got to put david number one now man i don't know yeah. how you can't at this point he's had more polarizing moments than eddie eddie murphy in the stand-up um field eddie murphy only has two specials to dave Chappelle's like six mm-hmm. that are all classics mm-hmm. and and i just watched the I just watched the other night the uh, 25 year Def Jam comedy special. Oh my. And just watching Dave outshine everybody so naturally. Effortlessly. So, so effortlessly. He's, he's just, he's the G. He's the Don. And when he closes it out, that's everybody already <clears throat> surrendering to him and just saying, yo, you are the GOAT. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody every- treats him like the way people treat Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what makes me go. The way people treat Michael Jordan, the way people look at Mike Tyson. Yo, speaking of which, Mike Tyson, let's get into Versus this. Versus Roy Jones, baby. Versus Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have forgot. He, gonna be Nick, back. he is going to eat Ooh. that man alive. Is he crazy? <laughs> is Roy okay? No, no, no. Let, let, let's, let's not forget. Roy is a very elusive fighter. I don't care. But his chin, if he, if he, can't, if he can't take a shot from like the regular heavyweights, Getting punched by Mike? Listen here. Listen to this. Listen to what Mike Tyson. Listen to how he speaks. Not about boxing. Not about life. Just about himself. It is. He is the scariest human being. So scary. In existence. Listen to this shit. Fight. I know the art of war. That's all I ever studied. That's why I'm so feared. That's why they feared me when I was in the ring. Cause that's all my I was annihilated. That's all I was born for. And now those days are gone. It's empty. I'm nothing. I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you be with me? That's the reason why I'm crying. Cause I'm not that person no more. And I miss them. Cause sometimes I feel like a bitch. Because I don't want to. I don't want that person to come out. Cause if he comes out, hell is coming. With- Jesus Christ. Like, he talks about himself like a demigod. Like some sort of Greek villain, man. <laughs> the man's like, yo, that's why sometimes, I, that's why I'm crying. Because, like, I, I know what I was and I miss him. And I, I, I know if I bring him out, he's bringing hell 
with him. Okay? The next slide over is just videos of clips of him working out. And then there's one video where he, he lands his one punch on the, on the uh, what do they call it? The, um, the mittens. The pads? Like no, the, the other person. What's the other person called? The uh, spar, spar, spar par, sparring partner. Mm, he, put, yeah. he lands one punch on him at the end, and he looks at the camera. He's like, I'm back. And I'm like, yo, doc, I don't know who in their right mind would want to face this man. The, the clips that I have seen of him working out are just as scary as the clips I've seen of him as a young man working out. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. Like there's Muscle one shit. memory. Bro, the, there's one clip where he's punching and going in so much and he's so like in tight on the sparring partner. The guy's like, Mike, 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 Mike. It's like he had to snap him out he of it. Like, yo, yeah. do you understand? Not a real fight. Like. He's like, <laughs> a, he, what, they, what was it? Pitbull, the lockjaw? Yeah. That's, that's Mike Tyson. Lockjaw 24 7. Because when he gets to you, bro, I pray for you. They, listen, Tyson is not ever and has never been the guy that goes into a fight trying to make it entertaining for y'all. He's going in there to kill you. He's going as a whoop ass. Like, He's he going in there to kill to take you. Someone's head off. This is a man that has stepped in the ring and another grown man, another grown man who spent months and months dieting, nutritionist, working out tirelessly, psyching himself up, got into the ring, looked at Mike Tyson and cried tears. Not even like a manly tear, like, like crying. And you want to face this man? God bless. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Great. But y'all must have forgot. Do not count out Roy Jones. I'm going to count him out. I'm sorry. This is Mike Tyson, I sir. I count everyone I out. I count everyone oh, out. And he's a clearer mind now. Clear mind. No drugs. Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. Oh, my still God. smokes weed now. He smokes weed, but Some I said CBD no drugs. As well, though. That's medicine, like. baby. <laughs> I'm just saying clarity. And I don't think he's I don't think he's smoking weed right now leading up to this fight. I don't think he is. No, I, I think he is. He takes he takes shit very seriously when he gets into training mode, man. I don't know. I don't know. His training right now looks wild. Great. <laughs> wild. <laughs> and his and he's such in good Roy shape Jones too. Shit. Huh? They're not sure of Roy Jones cuz who wants to see that? Don't nobody want to see no, that nigga no shuffle his 50-year-old right feet? <laughs> I want to see if he still got the speed to pull it out like he used to. You know, when he would just look at you and be like, what? Turn into bah, a cat bah. and just fucking bear dodging. Yeah, no, that used to be when he tapped his face that one time and then did the duck and boom into the counter punch. Listen, man, I'm not man. a boxing ex expert, but that boy can box. <laughs> uh, I, I feel, uh, please, uh, Keep Roy Jones Jr. in your prayers, everyone uh, listening to this, because that boy ain't going to have a brain no, after this. Predictions. Predictions. Eight predictions. Um, a minute and 10 seconds. First round, Mike Tyson to the body. I'm not even going to give him a headshot. I'm going to pray that he punches him in the stomach. <laughs> and Roy just says, yo, my bad. <laughs> my bad, dog. <laughs> I mean, to do yeah, this. Second, second round. Second round, second, you saying? Second round. Second round. Man, it's, it's, <clears throat> you got to eat, 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 and see for breakfast, lunch, yeah, lunch dinner, dinner, second round knockout. Second round. style, son. Oh, man. But that's what's happening. Yeah. Second round. Tyson, second round knockout, baby. Tyson wins by Mohammed knockout, second said. round, 20 seconds in. Chin hit from an uppercut. 
Muhammad, that was specific. What did he eat Very. that day, too? <laughs> this nigga said chin hit from an uppercut. Oh, man, I pray that doesn't happen. 20 his, seconds in. <laughs> his teeth will be gone. If he uppercuts Roy Jones Jr., especially now that he's older, them teeth are getting a little bit fragile. I, I pray he has mm. veneers. It will be a wrap. Well, after this fight, they're going to have the money to buy veneers. So Facts. Facts. Did you hear about the fight, the 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 pre-fight, the pre-card fight? I don't know what they call it. The yeah, fight the before the fight. Undercard. 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 That's yeah, what it's yeah. called. Uh, did you hear about who that is? Uh, is it... Uh, let me guess. They're not boxers. It's... Oh. Nate Robinson versus <laughs> Mr. Logan. Yes. Yes. Jake Paul. Or, yeah, Barrier. Jake Paul. That's yeah. what his name is. No, Jake um, Logan or Paul Logan. It's right? Jake, no? Jake Paul. Logan Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. What's Logan that guy? Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul. One of them white boy brothers that are pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, Jake. Exactly. Um, Jake will be facing Nate Robinson. Um, me personally, this is a race war. I feel like Nate Robinson needs <laughs> to come out on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is so athletic, man. How These guys cannot Jake? sleep on Nate. Jake is this is a thing. Nate Robinson seems short because he was in the NBA, right? But how yeah. tall is Nate Robinson actually? Intern, look it up for me. I feel like he was five. Uh, Alicia about to beat you. Yeah. Alicia about to beat you. Oh, she typing fast. She typing uh, he's fast. Five ten. He's five ten. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I know he's five ten. Why do you know he's five ten? <laughs> Why do you know Nate Robinson's height just off top? Well, well, listed, listed as 5'9. NBA Live 05, 06. He's listed 07. as 5'9. Yeah. So that yeah, means he's really 5'8. That means he's really 5'8. Yeah. Oh, damn. You know how <laughs> niggas he's, do. He's my <laughs> he boosted. He I've been calling myself 5'11 for years. Yeah. <laughs> never know. You never know. I'm pretty sure I'm 5'9, 5'10, maybe. I don't even know at this point. <laughs> I haven't measured dog. myself in a minute. I'm 5'8 with Tim's. <laughs> With Look at these little man. Oh, hey, 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 now, hey, come on, now, let's keep it in context. Don't do this. First number in your you gonna bust me up with Talib Kweli? Come on, now, I'm taller than that nigga. In spirit, at least. In spirit. Hey man, if I'm a piece of shit, call me a little man, but not because I'm a little man. Shit, Thor. Talk up for us. Defend us. All these niggas is my son. Oh my god. Uh, Mom, stop. <laughs> Mama. Mama. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> oh man. Um speaking of mamas, man. Shit, man. Magda Stallion. Call <sighs> sister. That that Instagram live, bro. Did you guys all watch it? Yeah. That 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 broke my heart. It broke my heart. Honestly, I just wanted to hug her. It broke my heart Heavy. because I know that Super there's so many Heavy. people that think this is the thing about the internet, right? There's so many people that feel like they're insignificant, and so what they post won't go anywhere. People won't see it. Um, and usually when they post shit, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, a number of the people that I saw uh, making jokes or memes on Megan the Tory situation, majority of them, because I made it my duty. I'm like, there's no way this person has a large following doing this. And I went and looked, and it was the same each time, like a very small following, probably a couple hundred people. 
And I'm like, I think people just genuinely, especially miserable people or people who are just not in a good place themselves. Their own, because I don't believe you do something like that when you're in a good space. When you're in a, when you're making money, uh, family life or relationship life is intact or flourishing. I don't think you make jokes about someone who's been shot in the feet twice, right? And majority of these people, it it seemed like they didn't think that the tweet would take off, and you could always tell by looking at the retweets to likes. <laughs> when those retweets are in the hundreds <laughs> and the likes are at like 10, they are getting cooked. They are <laughs> getting absolutely cooked. A girl yesterday was on Twitter and said, oh, I don't care if my man gets me a $20 ring. I'm just grateful that he proposed to me. <laughs> Why do y'all love to tell on yourselves? Just, I wouldn't even say anything. Just like, say you ain't buy, shit. Buy me a moist tonight ring. He ain't telling nobody. It's our business. <laughs> so wait, you are you co-signing? No, but I'm saying like if that's the case, like buy me the moist tonight ring. I'm not sh like snitching on myself and being like, oh, like he gonna the moist tonight. What is me, that? Like a uh, huh? What's a moist tonight ring? What is that? Moist tonight is just like. Um, it's like like man-made diamonds or whatever, right? Because there's some people, it's a cheaper, it's a cheaper version in the quality, quote unquote, looks just as good. More ethical um, but version. Like, but it's ethical because mm. a lot of people are like, you know, blood diamonds and all that other stuff. Yeah. So um, there's some people that genuinely just choose to get the moissanite. Um, and then also there's are they expensive? why they might like get the bigger like diamond because moissanite, you can afford to get a bigger dot like stone and then get real diamonds around but yeah are they expensive um no you can get like a decent one for a couple thousand Shit. that's expensive to me <laughs> <laughs> no that's I good mean, considering I like you could get a decent one say for like like five thousand compared to like fifteen thousand yeah and it's like mm. a good like it's a good size and then your girl goes to, to yeah. a jeweler with her mm -hmm. while she's at dinner with her girls they say girl let's go check it i don't like it it looks cloudy <laughs> <laughs> they go check yeah. that shit nigga tells them this this is fake this ain't this ain't even real do, mm -hmm. do you do women ask if it's real or not or how much it costs is that an is that something know. you are allowed to ask each other yeah no yeah. no just at just the woman as a yeah. woman, I feel like I feel woman. like women will go and get it like checked because you could just go to a jewelry store mm. and ask them to oh check God. the clarity for it. Why? And then why also, you're in wow. love? I but want then, to marry you. What's happening? Also, people have to go and get it checked for insurance purposes because you want to put insurance on that bad boy, especially if you drop bank on it. Because if somebody steals it, then you can get it back. I right? already got the insurance. Don't even worry so, about it, Mama. Okay. I'll give you the insurance. I'll, you know, sometimes I'll, men don't be thinking about that. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm writing that down. I didn't. I never thought about that once in my life. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, shit. Who do I call? Allstate. What is? <laughs> They're in good hands. Insured, just in case anything happens to it. And even if you like were to drop it down, like even if you have diamond earrings, if you drop it down like a, a sink or something like that, like if you get it insured, then um, yeah, you can call them and put in a claim and get it back. Yeah. You know, nice. I had an ex that, like, I think purposely had his house, like, robbed so that he could claim. Like, I'm thinking in my head right now, like, <laughs> I'll dash this ring right. What do you mean? Like, how can you tell me I didn't lose the ring? I said I lost the ring. Give me the next one, dog. Then I'm going to go sell that on the block. Are you stupid? Hey! This is Extra Gravy.
you exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Premier, 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 premier. They'll give you the money for it, so they won't even give you the ring. They'll give you the money, so then you can go and buy it again. So you don't even need to. I don't even need to resell it. Let's go. This is better than sneakers. Have you ever watched? Have you ever watched? Um, what's it called? Ocean Eight or? Yeah, ocean, I ocean. ain't watched none of the oceans. I'm gonna be real with you. I ain't watched none of the oceans. Wow. Okay. So this one's with Rihanna, and in it, she like, watched something. The girl <laughs> I watched so the, much. The yeah, all, it's the all the, the all woman the, one. That's and, the best. Um, yeah, that's the best one. In it, they they like stole like the jewelry and stuff like that. But there's actually somebody from insurance who like would follow them around and try to track down and be like figure out the mystery or whatever so there's like insurance agents oh yeah they have pis completely yeah. to try to figure out definitely whether or not they do that when uh you get into real. a car accident like sometimes yeah. you get into a car accident and you you want that money um from the insurance and sh insurance if they look at the pictures or whatever they get the details of the crash and they mm -hmm. don't believe that you could be hurt the way you say you are from this They'll yeah, hire private you. investigators to take pictures of you <laughs> lifting boxes, fucking doing the healing toe. Like, this nigga don't Anything. deserve no carrying money. groceries upstairs. Nigga doing the A-Town like... stomp and carrying groceries up the stairs. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, that's that's wild. They um, I did not think of that ever. <laughs> so now you know. Get, get an wow. insured already so that your girl won't go will have a reason to if she does go then she just wants to check how much you paid for the ring that's crazy well, back, to that, back to that tweet though i think she was just saying like the ring don't matter just i want somebody to love me you know i mean yeah. but in also in saying that she said it's it's about the words you use right she said mm -hmm. i don't care if the ring is 20 dollars. i'm just grateful someone is proposing to me that means you ain't shit <laughs> if you are that grateful that someone is proposing to you that you don't care what it what it was about i feel mm -hmm. like you do not think highly of yourself personally yeah. because the, I, there's no way i'm just grateful for something it it, it depends on delivery as well if mm -hmm. i told you i love you but i tell you in a shitty way <laughs> is it gonna matter mm -hmm. if i love you <laughs> yeah you know what i mean your girl's gonna get at you same way like what do you mean by that <laughs> now you gotta break shit down <laughs> like you guys, it's about the the things the way you say it because i'm pretty sure she meant i'm just happy to be in love right yeah but the way you word it makes you and now i'm now i'm just looking at your self-esteem yeah. <laughs> like that's it so now I'm anybody can propose anything? to you yeah it's you're just, just gonna accept it from anybody like, yeah, guys we found one exactly <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of mans online that made. that watch her tweets that know she likes popcorn and reading are now they're gonna be like hey so you've read this book uh uh, I like it with some salty popcorn, and just that's it. That's all it's gonna take now, because they know she's she's got low self esteem and she's grateful for anything. True. You know those stories when like somebody buys like a regular, like cheesy ass twenty five cent ring, mm. but then eventually buys the proper ring like later on. But yeah. in that moment when they ask to marry you, like it's just so spur of the moment. Here I'm gonna just maybe use this rubber band will you marry me you know i would me? love to do a ring yes mohammed ring pop proposal i've been Boom, wanting to do exactly, that my whole exactly. life man like you, you gonna have this ring on your finger and not do nothing with it at least if i give you a ring pop you got some candy Boy, you can lick on it, it. <laughs> one lick a year one lick every a year, year. <laughs> every year until the day y'all die <laughs> every oh, anniversary you take one little lick <laughs> how many you licks guys, does it take do you guys think that you would you know how they 
they used to say, I don't know if they still say it, that you're supposed to save up like whatever your three months like salary is. And that's how much you're supposed to pay for the ring. The fuck? That was created by white people. The whites. And by the diamond industry. The beers. The, the whites industry. and the beers. <laughs> that's yeah. who did it. <laughs> no, it's there's a, a documentary on um, Netflix. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, how Things Work? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Explain, yeah, explain, explain, explain. explain, explain. Yeah. And they talk about the diamond industry, and essentially, it's like just a big marketing scheme. Yeah. And like, that's how everything came up. And um, the only reason why they like created that was to like get men to buy more diamonds or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. pressuring men to buy diamonds for their wife because they made wives, uh, they made women uh, covet them. And it yeah. made, they, they made it like a, it was a property a prerequisite. thing. It was a property thing. Hello, little girl. Hi. We're going to get you off here now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, chat, keep your camera, <laughs> keep your cameras off for the time being. Um, but yeah, no, there's, uh, there's a lot of, listen, there are a lot of schemes out here that are just solely propaganda and that's it. Yeah. Just the other day, I realized that Jump Rope for Heart was some bullshit. What? <laughs> listen, they had children. <laughs> going door to door when there are predators outside yeah. <laughs> going door to door selling items like i work for fucking avon and i didn't get paid for that shit you t you sell yeah. something you turn it in for points so you can get some and the things you turn in is like if you sell three lamps and a basketball you get a toothbrush like what kind of trade-off is that <laughs> like niggas had to sell a whole factory's worth of shit to get a giant teddy bear or to get a video game and like think of the amount of money they made off of child labor that's essentially child labor and they masked it like oh yes go with your parents and let your parents bring you to work you go to your parents mm -hmm. job and you walk around hi i'm doing jump rope for hard and we gonna sell this and this and and, and we're sa salesmen and they're using children to coerce into sales that's a, mm -hmm. they're legit using our cuteness to sell shit just like fucking girl scouts of america 700 million dollars over the past what five years seven girl years scout cookies girl scout cookies 700 million 700 million they're fire, they're fire but they're sold through child labor like let's be real these kids are not getting paid shit. these kids are getting a stamp and a quilt maybe i don't even know what it is but it's not you money get a badge i was a i was a brownie oh my god that is racist <laughs> <laughs> that's racist i don't care <laughs> is everybody started brownie <laughs> uh no no there's one before that i think i think there's one before that and then and they just brownie skipped you right back. up to brownie huh that's racism i'm telling you <laughs> no, I racism. think it's because it goes by age. I'm it's surprised. Not like level. <laughs> I'm surprised brownie isn't like a racial slur. It's such a sure racial slur type of word. Hey, brownie. <laughs> <It's a> brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because brownies just taste so good. They're like, they do. They're we won't. Um, we won't. And I will I say that all those jump rope for hard things, like the chocolate selling things, like I was always on top. Like of my course mama you didn't play. You know every she black person in America. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to take it to her work, her daytime job, and she's like pretty much always. Well, yeah, she's either all, always worked in like um like the auto industry, but then she also had a part-time job at like the Air Canada Center. So she'd oh always bring it to like the ACC. Bad traffic. Like <laughs> all her, she would do it right away when I would get it. It would be before everybody else. Jeez. And um, yeah, she would just go and she would sell hella boxes 
like for a couple of days that you do it and then I would just be done. I'd be like, fuck it. I'd be the I kid have, showing up. I already up with, raised a thousand dollars. I'd be the kid showing up with the envelope, mad toonies, <laughs> and it's like eight names. <laughs> and then you see other kids come and their whole envelope back is filled. They have an extra sheet. I, I made an extra paper for the uh, the rest of the people. Like that was me. You're yeah, fucked. The, co- the cookie dough. When wow. we had to sell the cookie dough and brownies. Like, see? Oh wow. my god. I was my fighting the power even as a child. Full of brownies. <laughs> But like, she's like, you got to think outside the box because I lived in an apartment complex. There's four buildings and all of the kids pretty much go to the same school. So it's like, what are we going to do? Go door to door and already have somebody that like lives in the house or already purchased from somebody else. So it's like, you got to think outside the box. All my friends, Air Canada Center, all my friends conveniently (laughs) lost their envelope every year, Really? (laughs) every year. Every year, these niggas lost their envelope, show up with new J's. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what it's the like fuck? UNICEF Oh, wow. Oh, the low. UNICEF you and just, SK? Oh, man. Yeah, you're just going to take that money and pocket that, put it in your own piggy bank. Yeah. I know so many kids that used to do that. I wonder how many parents coerced their kids into Muhammad used to do it. He's that like, money. that's why you filled the envelope and then steal it. Ah. Wow, Muhammad. It was Muhammad, huh? I'm snitching him, calling your job. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Karen. <laughs> She went full Karen mode on him. Oh, man. So yeah, back to Meg the Stallion. Um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, that was like a fifteen-minute tangent. <laughs> um, right off from engagement ring, insurance fraud, <laughs> for hearts. Yo, only on the Extra Gaming Show, baby. <laughs> Just gotta keep on smothering her. Just pour it out. Smothering ass. Um, No, no, no. But Megan Thee Stallion, I feel really bad for her. I would love to hug her. And I would love to just put my head on her titties. They just look so nice. I'd like to put something on her titties. Um, There (laughs) is... Yeah, there's lots a, of things. <laughs> a million kids, <laughs> millions of children. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh, went on Instagram Live and uh, basically just gave us like an update on what's going on in her life, and just kind of really provided perspective, especially for those who felt the need to make jokes. Um, mm-hmm. We're very insensitive, or to accuse her of. Um, doing something like i've seen people accuse her of like putting her hands on toy first and nobody knows the story so like there's like a whole bunch of different things that she's been witnessing over the past week two weeks and um i think the best perspective she gave was saying yo i i don't have any parents like my Mm. dad died years ago my mom just died. I'm still not over that. Her grandmother died in the same year. Grandmother died. And like when those type of, she said, when those type of people uh, are not a part of your life, you try mm-hmm. to fill them with people you feel are making you happy. People you yeah. feel are your friends and people you feel have your best interests at heart. And in doing so, you can let a lot of people in that aren't that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the realest shit I've ever heard. Like, there's a lot of times that people, we all do that. We fill our lives with, men do that with pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Facts. Like, That's you, you're, you're broken hearted after a breakup and you think, okay, the only way to make myself happy is get as much pussy as humanly Go possible. Go to the next girl. Go to the next girl. And, but and I, this time one. I don't have to commit. So I just mm-hmm. keep going and keep going. And you're just, you're still empty. You're still yeah. empty. There's still a part of you that's like, Man, it's not fulfilling for me. And that's not for everybody. Obviously, some people prefer being single, and that's 
good and cool for you. But for the most part, I feel like most people want a partner. And when you don't have someone in your corner, especially that you feel is there for you no matter what, mm-hmm. that can be very lonely, a very, very lonely feeling. Like, and just going back to even what Norm was saying with the whole, how are you? Like, there's yeah. a lot of empty how are you's that are out here in the world that, that people are mm-hmm. not expecting you to really tell you how yeah. they are. But, you know what I mean? But some people might not even be asking her how, how is she? And that's you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they could just be just ignoring it and just like, girl, she's, she's seen girl summer. What's good? Like, I know it's a traumatizing, traumatizing event, but she seemed like it almost happened like an hour or a day ago. Like it's still mm-hmm. so fresh for her and she couldn't even get through saying like, <clears throat> yeah, I got shot and, and she had to stop there and, and, and fight the tears and all that. There's a number of obviously. times where she had to fight the tears and like also obviously seeing all the love that she's receiving as well. She said she's seeing the good and the bad. She's seeing a lot of people who are sticking mm-hmm. up for her. Um, I just see, and also the people that are talking shit like Drea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we gonna get into that. Uh, but yeah, no, I've seen a petition started by the hotties apparently um, <laughs> to get Tory Lanez deported from America forever and banned. Um, I don't really. People are like, do you think it's really that bad to have to only live in Canada? Like. <laughs> like yeah they made it that's what that's what i said when i looked at i'm like thank you like what i don't want to stay here either like what i I think he would prefer to like go to jail in canada yeah they're probably better than america yeah probably prefer to just be stuck in canada especially in la where it happened uh yeah yeah. i'm not going to jail jail in la yeah his money's done though like his american touring dollar like all that shit is out the window he can't but is it is it though mm. takashi i'm saying takashi did a whole lot man it's not it's not even like that because people are saying they're comparing it to other people like chris brown's career like at first it was like okay we hate chris brown shun him whatever whatever but eventually just fades like listen tori drop a box there's a lot of people are like you know it we don't hold men accountable for when it comes to things, especially when it comes to like cancel culture. We don't actually hold them accountable and we like let shit slide. Yeah. The, when, when Tori drops a bop is when we will truly see yeah. what everyone's on. Because this is the thing. There's a, there's a sector of, especially on the internet, there's a sector of men that are just thrive off toxicity and it's a joke to them. Like it's not, it's not like they're being, they're not being serious, but they're being serious at the same time. So it's like when that's a trend and that's something that's touted as cool and you get clout for that and all that shit, you're always going to have somebody that sparks the idea that, oh, this person's not canceled. And then you have, because this is how I, this is how I see it working on, on the internet. Three people say something and people think that that's 3,000 people saying something. Like if I tweet something and 100 people are like, yeah, that's so dope. Woo. And then five people tweet me in defiance. A lot of people are, are going to think of those five people as a lot of people. And I shouldn't do this anymore. And uh, maybe I should delete this. And it's five people at the end of the day, right? And those things always grow. People see a couple people talk about something, like two people. Mm-hmm. And now the entire timeline's going in on those two people as if it's the entire timeline that's talking that way. 
I see it mm -hmm. happen all the time. And even in discussions, it's translating to discussions outside of the internet now. When you talk yeah. to someone about something and it, you, I've seen people discuss something with me. They're fully passionate about it and believe in what they're saying. And then I give a counter argument and now they've thrown everything <laughs> out the window. And it's like my counter argument wasn't even, sometimes it's not even fact-based. It's an opinion. <laughs> and they'll just be like, oh yeah, yeah you're probably right. Uh, like what? That's how, that's how you know they just got that off like a meme or like they just skimmed that information off exactly. the top of the internet and then. Just regurgitating it. Regurgitating information. That is majority of the internet. Is just Pretty regurgitating much. shit they've seen other people say. Whether it be jokes, whether it be facts, yeah. whether it be opinions, anything. People will Nobody fact checks. I, nobody fact checks. And on top of that, the regurgitation is so fucked that people copy other people and what they say because they got a bunch of retweets on it or a bunch of likes on it and now like mm -hmm. they're like oh but my sector of people don't know that guy so they probably didn't see this let me tweet it myself and now they're regurgitating something and then when that first person gets roasted all of a sudden they're deleting their tweet like when are your thoughts your own anymore especially on the internet <laughs> it's never it's, there is I don't even remember what tweet it was. Somebody, I've we seen this tweet. Oh, about LMA, uh, not LMA. Uh, young, young MA. They were like, "Oh, where has she been? Like, I hope, I hope she's not pregnant, like, or whatever, right?" And, and somebody else, they seen that pop off. So the next person was like, they literally took the same yeah. tweet, and this person commented was like, "Uncle Jeff, real?" Oh, who that, man? Who's, oh wow! Who's, Sorry, who, who, put it on mute. I got, it, I, got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Thank you, son. That's my nephew. I don't know why he's not here. <laughs> Shout out, Norm <laughs> nephew, man. Hey, what's up, little man? Tell, tell mommy to uh, put on the headphones and can I be a bad influence? Be can I right be now. a bad influence? She's <laughs> eating. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, cousin. Oh, man. Oh, Let's man. Go. Little man, she's eating. Okay, well, well um, maybe you can hang Hey, no, I'm texting. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was the right cutest now. moment in Extra that Gravy history. That was amazing. <laughs> I think we might have to get him to do the intro. <laughs> we might need to get him to record the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Extra oh. Gravy Show with my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. done. He takes me to nude beaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. But yes, we, we like uh, Alicia said, you know, sometimes people have some ignorant things to say. First, I should play what Meg had to say. Imagine being, imagine being 25. And you don't, you don't have both of your parents. My mama was my best friend. She, you know, I'm still really not over that. So you like, you kind of try to fill like your space with a bunch of people that you think is making you happy. I can't watch this, man. It's, it's so heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. Um, Drea. Drea, Drea, Drea. Drea was on, uh, I don't know what the podcast is called, but it's hosted by the host of Ridiculousness, the, the black guy on Ridiculousness. I don't know if he's a host, actually. Um, and Van Lathan 
was also a part of it as well. Oh, really? Van Lathan is the one that tells her to stop. They had some sort of... I'll take it. (laughs) I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that, you know, drove them down this snapped-esque type of road. And Mm. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much you shoot me in the foot, too. But as long as... What the... Whoa! That is very Dre-like. Drop a grenade. What the... You want you what? I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car and you're like, no, sit your fucking ass in the car. And I'm like, no, nigga. I'm fucking getting out the car. No, you're not. He shoot you. I'll take it. Alicia, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Defend it. Defend your fellow light skinned sister in arms. Defend who? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> you don't want to love so deep a nigga will shoot you in your feet. No, I do not. Like. Come on, we already know. That I want to love so deep. With a nigga that hits me, so he I don't play. Shit. I walk away. <laughs> I'd be like, I bet. <laughs> I mm. bet not. I. I'm calling my cousins. <laughs> I didn't call anybody. I just left. I left St. Louis. I hopped on a bus and came back to Toronto. You should have told. Mm, mm. You know, whenever I, I hear something, I didn't like tell that. anybody mm. in, for like a minute. I didn't tell anybody for like over a year at least. My mom found out like a couple years ago, three years after the incident. Damn. Damn. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think that like it was very ignorant and irresponsible of Drea, like even if she was just trying to make a joke and whatever the case may be. That's not it. Like maybe she's just a clown girl. Period. Because like abusive relationships is a really real thing and nobody fucking deserves it at all. Ever. Like that we do no have to it. we do have to highlight the fact that there are are a lot of women who romanticize domestic abuse and they're sick they're fucked like no offense like i'm not saying this in like you're completely trash but like you need help like if you really think that a man is supposed to quote unquote love you that much that they you know show all the emotions including anger and they physically hurt you and stuff like that you need help because that's not they like have a natural. skewed perception of good. love. That's not what real love is. So you definitely need to like get help. Yeah, that's a skewed perception of love. Like mm-hmm. love that I'd kill for you, but not love that I'd kill you. Like that's <laughs> that's super wild. Like that's the yeah. difference for me there's in like thinking. A, a there's a th- there's those who think <laughs> that this person there's those who want someone to love them so much that they would kill for them, and then there's mm. some that want someone to love them so much that they would kill them. And that's no, a no, very no. real thing. And then you get into these situations and you want help. And everyone's like, but you, 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 you like this. this. You thought this was, and nobody really turns and uh, nobody, a, a lot of the women in that position really don't reach out to people most times mm-hmm. because they like sitting in that for some reason. Like there's a, there's, and it's not just women, it's men as well. Like there are men who like women that dominate them in violent mm-hmm. ways they don't mind that. Or some cases they feel like they need that. I need a girl yeah. gonna keep me in line, yo. She might beat my ass and but like that's not healthy. <laughs> no, that's not it's healthy not. at and all. It's unfortunate that there's way too many women and girls, especially like young girls, who don't realize that that's not unhealthy. 
And sometimes it takes them going through that situation to realize that sometimes they still don't realize it. And I just really pray that they can, you know, have the support system around them to try to help them the best that they can, because it's such, it's so hard, especially even like coming out to your friends and family and about the situation. Cause obviously the natural inclination is to like, no, you don't need him, whatever. But it's hard leaving somebody you really love, right? Especially when you're young and you don't know that you deserve better. It's like so hard because I'm not going to lie and say that like after my situation happened, like I definitely left the next morning um, and I did what I did, but like I was still like, oh my gosh, like this is my boyfriend. Like, and I still tried to reach out to him, still right? Worried Even though, about like, him. I was in Toronto, he was in St. Louis, and it's like I tried to reach out to him and be like, Okay, where are you? And like he kind of went missing. And I'm really grateful that he kind of just like ghosted the situation for mm. a little because who knows where I would have been. And that's probably the reason why I never told anybody for like ever, because um I I didn't know if I would go back or not. Right. Because it's not like it happened regularly. It was the first time that it really happened. Um, Now, looking back, there was incidents that he was very aggressive with me. And there were situations that I was just like, like, that wasn't right. Like snatching my necklace and breaking my necklace off him, like off my neck. Like, that's not right. That is obviously some type of anger problem. But at that time, I didn't I didn't see anything wrong. So um, it really is a hard situation. And it's not something that we need to joke about i think that we need to be more open and like really try to help these people that have to go through it um especially black women yeah because it fucking sucks like and i think with me also not sharing with my mom had to do with because my mom had been through it she was married at 16 and her husband uh used to chase her around the house with machetes and like smash her head into the ground and shit like that so i know for me if i told my mom it'd be like she'd be really ready to kill it again she'd be like not like I'm pulling up on him. That's it, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I grew up with that, like watching yeah. my stepdad and mom fight all mm-hmm. the time. Like at like age nine, I remember there was a time where he had her pinned on the bed and I like held a knife to his neck at like wow. nine years old. I'm holding a knife to my dad's neck. Like it was fucked. And like yeah. that constantly happened throughout. It wouldn't happen all the time, but it was like a mm-hmm. once every two years or every mm-hmm. three years some big fight would happen it's way too much and that when you're a kid you don't know that you're like you're just like i guess this is what happens in people's homes and they don't talk about it because when people come Mm -hmm. over even if my parents are arguing or they're mad at me everybody pretends like everything's all right it's fine so i'm like okay i guess everybody else's parents pretend like everything's all right when people come over and this is just what what happens Mm -hmm. and it's definitely probably more common than we actually think yeah definitely and like when you when you go through something like that especially when you're even in just like smaller problems in a relationship like i prided myself on not running to my mother to tell her like my girlfriend mm-hmm. did this or my girlfriend did that because you don't you know that the perception is going to change because Instantly. they're not to, there to see the everyday so now yeah. they're only thinking my most prized possession, my own child is going through this with this person, this piece of shit. And you're not, they're not really, they don't know that like it was a, it was a phase or it was something that you guys just need to communicate through and yeah. now it's fixed or they whatever the they case They really don't be. know the context and because they're not there, like I deal with that in my situations too. And sometimes it's really hard for me to come out 
like if I have a problem with my friends, like it's hard for me to say it yeah. because they're instantly like, no, Alicia, you're better than this. Like you got X, Y, and Z going with it. you can find an X man in a minute type shit. But yeah. it's like, okay, like, is it worth me finding another man? And is it really that bad? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, just like you said, you're like, yo, I didn't even tell them because I didn't know if I was going to get back with them or not. Because yeah, it's like, like you don't want to change that perception. Because <laughs> then it was going to be so hard. Like they're yeah. going to look at you different. And the worst, the thing that I don't want to do is disappoint my mom or my friends, like my family. So it's like I needed to really make sure that that was something that I wasn't going back to before I actually started like telling people. And then there's also the component of like me and him share mutual friends, like a lot of them. Mm. Right. And um, I just... I just always felt like if I did share, like a lot of people don't even know who it is. Um, they know that this has happened to me, but they don't know who he is. And um, I just always felt like if I shared it, then people would be like, okay, but what does she do? Mm. Like, what does she do to yeah. make this happen? A lot and of people like, do instantly that. instantly take his side. Even yesterday when I fucking tweeted it and the guy was like, oh, well. He was right. Was, and yada, yada, oh, yada. That guy was, that was a Dickhead. stupid ass response. When I had said like, you know, that he told me I wasn't shit. I didn't, I had tweeted later in the thread that he had put his hands on me, but he was like, well, that was rude of him. But I think he was right due to that. You turned your shit around. Well done. Like, I get what he means, but like, he, he didn't it, but word like, to him. Like he yeah. also said that while well, he like threw me across the room and like held me down by my neck and like yeah. did all this other shit. Like, Exactly. I wasn't shit then. Hmm. That was well, his misplaced. It like he was putting whatever he was feeling because realistically, like I wasn't shit. No, that guy was basically trying to say. <laughs> the guy was probably just, just trying to say, "Hey, man, he beat you into going right." You know what I mean? Like, so, but it's like it still doesn't make him beating me a good thing. He's trying to make that guy like a hero like, through through fuckery. Like that, no, it's so fucked was, up nothing was right but like this is the type of stuff that we have to go through if we share whether it's physical abuse or sexual abuse right it's always like what did she do to this what did day she people... do to provoke it what is she what was she wearing what did like did she come on to him did she try to hit him like and these are all the rihanna questions that's, to this day to this what, day i have like heard the amount of the amount of theories i keep hearing until this day of what happened inside that car it, who cares <laughs> look at the pictures that's that's all that needs to be said listen to what yeah. rihanna said that is that's all that needs to be said it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what a woman does to me unless she puts a gun to my face or a knife to my face i'm not beating any girl up mm -hmm. it's just me and there, there's so many other extent, ways like like there's so many other ways to diffuse a situation like that yeah it's insane and like as a man you know man you know what you're capable of and you know that it's not right so mm -hmm. uh, anybody trying to justify that in any way like i don't give a fuck what trajectory your life took afterwards like it's it could have went that way regardless without yeah. you getting hurt he could have empowered you to that point that's that would have been the hero <laughs> you know what i mean and this guy trying to make that guy a hero for choking you into changing your life like no, what? Like <laughs> what? My life, no. like at the end of the day, my life was already destined to be whatever. It was exactly, gonna be. you were gonna sure, be what like, you was gonna be, nigga. Let's go. The Come fuck? On now. Like <laughs> sure, go. that just used me as like 
for spite, I was like, fuck this nigga. Like, let me just go get my job and show him that I've been like not pursuing whatever I had to pursue so that I could go and fucking see him every month. But it was like watch him play video games. Yeah, like watch that nigga playing 2K every month. I took a bus seven hours for your ass to be playing. Shit, that bus going um going home from St. Louis was 24 hours. Oh Lord! Oh wow! Is this love? (laughs) The worst situation ever. I'm never like I don't. I think I've taken a bus once after that. And that's because I had like no choice. I dated did a girl. <laughs> I did a girl in Ottawa. That was a five hours each way. So I fi- I five hours ain't shit to twenty four hours, baby. That's a whole hey, different. Hey man, I thought I wanna... New York was New York was bad. I used to take the bus to New York, like twelve hours or whatever, like twenty four hours. That's nuts. I'll get hate fever. I date girls from Mississauga. I'm in struggle. Like I lived in Mississauga. I was this like, nigga said, I ain't young. dating no one past you Young Street. Young, I'll, I'll fuck with you. <laughs> right, right. You ain't on the dance fourth, Mama. I ain't fucking with you. Don't kill me. That's hilarious. Oh, um, no, we've changed. <laughs> someone posted something very interesting to the Meg situation, and like it just goes to show, man. Like, listen to women. Listen to black women, especially. Has anyone noticed that Meg Thee Stallion is one of the biggest musicians out there and has very little news or social media coverage on her being shot at multiple times? Not even a single thoughts and prayers from any of the TikTokers that use her music daily or the brand still preaching of a hot girl summer. Across cultures, everyone let Megan's identity and likeness impact them. And across cultures, no one gave a single fuck about that woman. It's so saddening. Like, I hope you all understand that at best, black women's fame equals them being a commodity, not genuine care. Like, God, imagine if someone like Ariana was shot by an ex-friend or anyone. We'd hear about it for weeks, and yet Megan barely got a drip of attention. And the attention she did get? Jokes. Thousands and thousands of jokes. It's easier to find tweets joking about the situation or being a doctor checking out her checking out her ass as opposed to tweets of any concern. And there's many tweets this missing that little roach that shot her. It's extremely disturbing and exactly what we mean when we say black women are seen as bottom of the barrel on this planet, not given a single fuck about, but taken from until they have nothing left, of course. Well, just think about it. Like, that's 150% true. Just think about it when Kim Kardashian got held up at gunpoint um, in Paris. Just like, that held was up. over every single news outlet ever. That was what we talked about in general for weeks and months and until it came out on keeping up with kardashians like that was still a topic and the girl didn't even get shot she and you can't even ring rob like you can't even you like I mean? do the argument of oh she's a new artist a lot of people probably don't know about her and yada. it's not that. she has the it, biggest dance in tiktok history mm-hmm. period she has people the most know who the fuck megan the stallion is thank That's you that. she has a song they with beyonce not, they choose not to report it because i feel like it's just, it's like for black publications for sure. I feel like they're just in a sticky position because it's like Tory Lanez who had done it. it I feel like maybe if she got shot by somebody else, it would have been the black publications um, I've seen though. I've seen the black publications yeah. blog about it, and obviously not with the longevity of some of the other incidents. 
but they have definitely shed a lot of light on it, like Mossip and Shade mm -hmm. Room and stuff like that. Like I've seen it on the black publications. My problem is the white yeah. ones. The white publications. The white ones that anything? know her, the white ones that put her fucking quote in Forever 21 and Blue True. Notes or whatever those t-shirt shit is and the Hot yeah. Girl Summer of all these restaurants and brands that <laughs> that fucking promoted all their slushies. My email list. All my email You know what I'm saying? Everything was Hot Girl Summer, Hot Thank Girl you. Summer, Hot Girl Summer. I didn't see that shit on ET, ET Canada, ET Turkey. I didn't see none of this shit. So it's yeah, like... Listen, once they find out what Tori did exactly, that's when they're going to start talking about it, but extorting it for... Uh, that could like, also... Talk that could potentially, like, I'm not trying to cap and say that obviously black women aren't protected at all because there's a problem. They should be talking about this regardless, but that might be a reason because we still don't know the whole fucking story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you and know what I mean? Like, even Meg didn't even say to that it. Tori, say. like, shot her. She didn't yeah. say it. I got Obviously, shot was she, all like, she said. You know, it's a like, everybody's assuming and it's alluding to him yeah. considering he's the one that's arrested. But, like... Maybe that's the reason why they're just like, uh, we don't know what's really going on. So, mm. yep, definitely. But yeah, it definitely sucks that she, at the least, she should be getting well wishes from every fucking body, whether it was Tori that taught, shot her or not. She deserves more because she's been working the last couple yeah. of years. Though. She's been, she's been like, especially Black America's sweetheart for the past year and a bit now. Um, yeah. And for it's, sure. it's, it's just disheartening, man, to see her in this position, to see her so brokenhearted and alone. Like, Absolutely. Like, that's that another part, spirit, like, man. really thinking, like, you know? It shows, I'm glad, like, because I always got to look for a positive and everything. I'm glad that she got a look at the industry for what it really is early mm -hmm. on. Because it seems like yeah. she's she spotted the fakeness and who's real and all that stuff. And from yeah. this point, she'll learn she'll know how to protect her energy a little bit better and protect her peace a little bit better um, because this could have been a lot worse, man. Like, it could have been a lot worse. This could have... It's a gun involved. Like, this could have went left. And it's gone left, but it's, it's to a point where I hope she can recover from it. She got shot in both of her feet. And yeah. I no remember bone, no, no tendons, no nothing. Like, yeah, and that's crazy. And I'm the like, other thing is, where did you get shot? Like, is it? I, we don't know. Like, we don't know if it was if it was multiple bullets because that's the thing. It could be one bullet that like, went through both. Yeah, and it went through both. Like, and that's the, the yo. That is Tori's only saving grace in this moment. Is if that gun dropped and bust off the floor and hit her in the feet because that is like. The most you can get mad at him about is having a gun around a woman and being negligent about that gun, not having yeah. it on safety or whatever the case may be. That is his only saving grace, if anything, on this. And none of his people have come out and said anything on the matter. Yeah, he hasn't posted. They've wished him he happy birthday. They've posted him, wished him happy birthday. Some people this on his, his team. birthday this week. Yep. And she, that's the other thing. She did the Instagram live on his birthday. So people are like, oh, shit, like, he yeah, did no, it. He did it. That. That's power to be able to like essentially go on Instagram live and talk about your story that you haven't talked about on your abuser, alleged abuser's birthday. That's fucking power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like she was like, yo, y'all are not going to fucking. She's not like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Everybody's going to know that I was shot. I'm hurt. And you're going to be like, fuck Tori instead. That's what's up. Good for her. 
Yeah, it's it's really tough for me because I've met Tori. I know his people, yeah. and it's just. I like Tori, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah man, he was it doing, sucks. Yeah. Like, man. it I really it sucks. People think, all, but it could have been somebody else. Like, people think you're caping for a man, but like, it's it's more than that for me personally in this situation, um, because I know the uh, like the lives it's it would it will affect, um, and I'm hoping always I'm always hoping for the <clears throat> most positive outcome, um, but in this case, if he did it. He's not gonna get any positivity for me personally. I'm not gonna. Ca I'm not gonna cape for him. I'm not gonna fend for him. If he did that, that is truly disgusting. And yeah, I, let's just move on from that. Ah, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we talked about Kim K. Let's bring her back. Kim mm -hmm. Kardashian issued a statement finally. Remember what I was saying last week? Why haven't they said anything? It was like the next day. <laughs> so Kim Kardashian is listening to Extra Gravy. Um, Facts. They're like, oh, she shit. Says, as they said we need to put out a statement, so we better get on Chris, <laughs> write it up. <laughs> um, Chris is taking PR tips from us. <laughs> she said, as many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or a loved one in their life who does know how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand... I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I'm very much protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far, far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help no matter how hard family and friends try. I understand Kanye is subject to criticism because he's a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He's brilliant, but complicated person. On top of the pressure of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder, those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is part of his genius. And as we have all witnessed, many, many of his big dreams have come true. We as a society talk about giving grace to the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it the most. I kindly ask that the media and public give us the compassion and empathy that is needed so that we can get through this. Thank you for those who have expressed concern for Kanye's well-being and for your understanding. With love and gratitude, Kim Kardashian West. So, I uh, had the privilege of speaking with uh, Dominic Boykin. With Kim Kardashian? No. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Um, with Dominic Boykin, he's a listener of the show. Shout out to Dominic. Um, he, hey, Dominic. I spoke with him on the Patreon. If you guys have not subscribed to the Patreon, go and do so now. Tons of bonus episodes. Um, and this week we spoke. Uh, he hit me up in my DM after our episode last week and said, you know, he loved our takes. And he loved what we had to say about it. And he <clears> is <throat> currently someone that um, goes through bipolar disorder uh, episodes and manic moments. And he, so we just had a talk. I just picked his brain on like you know what it's like living with it 
um, what it's like in the moment that it's happening and do you notice it? And he basically said that like, you know, when you have bipolar disorder, especially when you're going through a manic episode, you feel great. You feel amazing. Like you feel mm -hmm. very clear in your mind. And he said, it's like one idea that grows into a bigger idea. And it always seems like the idea is right and right at that time, right at that moment. And like, um, I was like, okay, those two explanations are so in line with Kanye. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Because it, that's what happens when he has this thing. He has this big, huge idea that he needs to feel like he needs to chase after and it's going to change yeah. the world. Like, yeah. And he already has this overpowering confidence in himself that heightened by the bipolar episode i can't like who wouldn't think they can run for president <laughs> like and, and you got money and like kim said many he dreams big and many of his dreams come true we're talking about someone that rapped about being fired at gap and is now on the board at gap how do you tell that person they can't do something mm -hmm. We're talking about someone who complained about no one um, taking him seriously in designing, no one mm -hmm. taking him seriously in creating clothing and sneakers and whatnot. And how much money has Kanye made off sneakers? Yeah. Kanye's sneakers are, really are damn near as iconic as Jordan's now. Unquote, unquote, alleged billionaire. Yeah. He's on, the mm -hmm. level, he's on the level of Jordan's now when it comes to kicks. Mm -hmm. Like when his kicks are dropping, it's a big deal. They resell for a lot of money. So it's like, I don't know how you really get someone to, to get down from that. And on top of that, the medication that's given to you, it's, it's, it's never something that is conducive to your creativity. It's something that dulls it, dulls your entire, your, your entire emotions, your entire personality is dulled. Everything is taken down a notch. You can't be too high. You can't be too low. And what artist, especially of the caliber and genius of, of Kanye, is going to be comfortable taking medication like that? Like, artists usually take drugs that enhance everything and make everything bigger. Like, how do you convince someone, yo, we need you to calm down and take this? It might, you know, it might interfere with your creativity a bit, but mm -hmm. you'll be all right. You'll be better. And the creativity is is him. That's what he is. That's his life. Creating. I don't I don't know how you fix this situation, to be completely honest. And it doesn't seem like he wants the help. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying it until I can't say it no more. Like if the person who's going through whatever they're going through does not want to get help, you can't do anything. You can offer your hand and be like, I'm here to support you. How can I help you? How can I be a service? Can I like, you know, can we do this together? Whatever the case may be. But if that person who's actually going through it doesn't want to show up for themselves and get the help that they need, then there's nothing you can do about it. And you got to kind of like live with that. Cause I know that there's a lot of people that do take care or, try to be supportive of people with mental health issues and they allow that to essentially mess up their mental health issues because they're like, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? And like yeah. try to go above and beyond to do whatever they need to do for that person. But it's like, sometimes you just gotta be like, all right, I'm here. If you need me, 
Yeah. But I'm going to work on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's scary, too. When you got when you put kids into the mix. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about it after he told me that, after we had that interview. I thought yeah. about Kanye, and I'm like, man, I have seen Kim with the kids by herself a bunch of times. I have never seen Kanye with the kids alone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, true it's almost like Depending it's unsafe. I would feel somewhat unsafe mm-hmm. just because you never know what idea gets sparked when you're not yeah. around and that could potentially put your child in harm mm-hmm. or just especially as a public figure um, where your image is everything. Like you never know what he idea he might get with the kids mm-hmm. that doesn't involve you and just it's it right. could just it could just go left you know what i mean and that's a scary thing and i kind of felt sorry for kim for a moment i was like damn because like she's never come out and like dissed him she's never yeah. come out and like tried to expose him for anything or tell people or like even she's never even really reached out for sympathy for the yeah. most part on his I mean, be- on his behalf like it's never been one of those like guys like especially with like, the with I'm the angle this do you yeah. understand how hard it is to deal with kanye yeah. kanye is doing x yeah. y and z oh my gosh i have to take care of four kids like she just really be living like. yeah and i kind of wanted i kind of wanted to walk back some of the things i said last week because like I, that's how that's what i took in i'm like she could have especially when we're talking about the kardashians and like the constant use of drama or problematic situations to level mm-hmm. up yeah. she didn't she never once used this as a crutch yeah, never once true. and this is the first and time she's speaking out and even still she's asking for grace for kanye yeah she's not it's asking not, for anything not. for herself this is all kanye you guys please be nicer to him yeah please understand what he's going through at least like even just the basic stuff right because that's what a lot of people don't know they don't have the basic basic knowledge on it or like the decency to just be like yo like this man really needs help like he definitely says some fucked up shit but like he's also not there um and i also like i know so many people hate kim kardashian they hate the kardashians whatever the case may be but at the end of the day like this is real life like yeah and i'm i'm gonna commend her for what she's doing yeah definitely i i never thought that she ever exploited kanye for this like this purpose is at all yeah never right and i really do hope that they can work it out because for whatever reason like i do think that their release relationship was really genuine like was really real i really think that they love each other and care for each other right so yeah i just hope that they can figure it out they were um paparazzi snapping pictures of them arguing in the car and Mm -hmm. kim k is is crying Mm -hmm. like noticeably bawling her eyes out um (laughs) and a lot of people are like ah why didn't they have tints this doesn't make any sense (laughs) this was staged (laughs) ah chris strikes again i was like okay come on i was like just for once just maybe maybe you caught them maybe like please that's crazy just give it up like (laughs) like why isn't the question why isn't the question why are the paparazzi there why can't the paparazzi leave them alone? Just like leave them the fuck Why alone. would the paparazzi post this picture? Why isn't that the questions? Like, you know what I mean? Like paparazzi, we gonna have a talk about them one day because they are some of the worst people on this planet. And I stand, I stand by that. 
They sell out people's lives for some for a couple thousand dollars. And it's disgusting to me. Cause that, that's a, there's a reason LeBron like coming to Toronto. I'll tell y'all that right now. There's a reason why NBA players like coming to Toronto. Toronto. They don't like the paparazzi. We don't have it like that. Cause they don't like those snitches, baby. No. No snitches, baby. In LA, you can't. Come on, man. You can't breathe out in LA without paparazzi jumping out of a bush. And these, they, they'll get you anywhere, too. Like, I've seen Kanye on the way to the airport in the morning. Sun ain't even up yet. <laughs> Paparazzi following this nigga to the airport. He gets out. They're harassing him. Like, imagine being harassed every time you're going to, to, to boarding or to check-in to your flight. <laughs> Like, all <laughs> and you know how many times you're late <laughs> or you're just you're just making it like you're just making it and you get mobbed by 30 paparazzi asking you questions, snapping pictures. It's in the morning. You're cranky. You're still tired. Still got gunju in your eyes like paparazzi, then, man. I don't know. Plus, you have people and fans just trying to take pictures of you. Well, that's understandable. But when it's your job. To disrupt me for a magazine yeah. that's when it's an issue the fans i get i expected that when i got into this i didn't expect photographers to be stalking my life all the time pretty wild I, that's one thing that i would be like bruh like can y'all leave me alone like i look crazy but that's he has like, with cardi b she'd be like you know i'm half asleep i just got off a plane leave me the fuck alone um I also, what was I going to say? Uh, what's her name? Iggy Azalea. When she was recently at the airport and she was with her newborn son and somebody else who I think it was uh, uh, Playboy Cardi's mom, but the lady was holding the baby, right? And people started going in on her like, why can't you hold your own baby? Like, da da da, da. Do you all realize that Jeez. paparazzi like will literally attack the fucking stars like paparazzi have no chill they like, don't care do remember what happened with justin bieber and like like running paparazzi's over like kanye has even got out of cars and like broken cameras like like paparazzi don't have no chill so it's like if the baby is going to be safer in somebody else's hands like why would i not do that like yeah and you know the worst part is child? if i i don't might have to end up putting this child in like harm's way just because paparazzi don't know how to back the fuck up and the worst part is a lot of these celebrities develop a relationship with some of these paparazzi and still mm-hmm. what especially when it's they still when it's like, the heat of the moment check, yeah what, like fuck it yeah in the heat they of the check. moment when shit's like at a head and they know that this is a big picture or a big scoop or whatever they forget all that they forget the time kanye was kanye was like oh hey mario hey what's up david how you doing like there's this even just even with um athletes you see athletes do post-game interviews in front of their lockers and all that shit they usually yeah, know the like name of each bang. of those niggas <laughs> they're yeah they're all up in the niggas like why are you all up in my chin hairs fam like and then that's the other thing though these are the same people that you know like these players get to know they'll address them by name and these same reporters will sell them out at any time if it's a good scoop. Mm-hmm. 
It's all for the story, man. No, no loyalty whatsoever. And that's the thing. I feel like if you are a person that has those type of ethics, especially if you're one out of a, the bunch of 30 or whatever, reporters, paparazzi, whatever you want to call it, if you're that one ethical person, guess who's going to get the scoop eventually before anybody else? Like, voluntarily, they're going to give it to you at some point because mm -hmm. you have some form of decorum and respect. And it's like, it's crazy what these paparazzi will do, man. It is crazy. And I don't even know how you... How do you... You don't need to interview anywhere to become paparazzi. You just need a camera, don't you? Um. Because if can, I pull up can, on you, you with can, a camera and there's 15 no, no, other niggas out there with a camera. You can be a paparazzi and you can sell your photos to um, places like TMZ, Getty. They like freelance buy people's like and then people like the magazine people, they'll go and buy the paparazzi stuff. So you can definitely kind of I don't know if they actually make you like in L.A. and stuff like that. They might actually make you have like a license or something. I don't even know. Um, they should wear crossing guard vests or something, man. Like y'all need y'all niggas need to let me know where you thing. at. Yeah, <laughs> but I know that. You, but I know that if you do work for TMZ, you have to actually like go through an interview process. My friend, um, she was actually like one of the TMZ like field reporters. Of course she was. So <laughs> of course she was your friend. Uh, one of your friends. At TMZ, one of many. I have another one that works there. Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. I used to be on TMZ. What you mean? Of course like, you were. I, bet. I was. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I created TMZ. I used to date Van Lathan. <laughs> I mean, no, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Harvey? Harvey. Harvey was flirting with me one time when I was on TMZ. Should have slapped like, that. The, the mm. black guy was like, are you flirting with her? And he was like, well, I mean, she just looks like J-Lo. But like the joke is, is that Harvey's gay. So <laughs> he wasn't really Aww, flirting. Aw, damn. Uh, wow. <laughs> To get some of that Harvey coffee peen, <laughs> coffee Jeez. mug peen from Harv's, uh, the people's court penis. Okay, run me a job, friend. That PCP, <laughs> people's court penis. Anyways, my friend that used to be the field reporter, she would be like one of the people that had the cameras and would try to ask the celebrities like questions or whatever. Um, and she said that that shit was hard. She did not last long. She was like, I just can't do it, sis. Like, why? You really just got to be out in the streets all the time, hoping, yep. like, waiting yep. for a celeb to pop up or, like, answer your question. And she was like, You're fighting with, like, other paparazzi to make sure you can, like, get. Usually because she's, like, obviously the camera will say TMZ and stuff like that. TMZ is a reputable sort. TMZ is a reputable source now. Yeah. Um, it never used to be. But yeah. So she would obviously get like priority, but she was like, it's just a lot. Like, and she was like, I just don't think that that's something that I would want to do. Like, who does want to do that? You're essentially becoming a stalker by like freelance stalker. <laughs> so a lot of these like Twitter investigators, they need to be the TMZ. The one that found out that a uh, little baby went to Wyoming and took a private jet. Like, oh my God. Oh, no, I got to find this tweet. Hold on. I got to find it now. Because Jesus, wild. that was scary, bro. Super wild. scary, fam. That is wild. Lil Baby um, apparently went, I, I don't know. I guess he was on a flight of some sort. Um, there's like a no. picture of him hey, on a what, private jet. Happened. The niggas Googled, because you can Google flights that leave out of whatever market yeah so they googled private jets that left 
out of Atlanta, Atlanta and they found one that was going from Atlanta to Wyoming. And then wow. Lil Baby went and posted on his Insta story a picture of him on a like, private laying jet. down, but he was on a jet. Like if you look, he you could see like the background. And they found a jet. And so they connected the two. They looked at the time of takeoff from Atlanta. And the time of him posting. The time of him posting. <laughs> and they were like, okay, so little baby is and going Kanye. to Atlanta to Wyoming to do a feature with Kanye because Kanye had tweeted that he wanted little baby on a track. And apparently the people said no. Little baby said uh, he never even got that note. So they like literally tracked that shit down. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just would have never thought. Like, let me just Google. I've Googled flights before. I've Googled flights like, to surprise people at the airport, <laughs> but never yeah. like to figure out a feature. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's some crazy <laughs> investigation, man. Like, they should like, be I've, a, a investigator for sure. They should look for the plane that went missing. That's, That's what, what they should do. Like, so you could. <laughs> I guess a lot of people didn't know that you can like Google all these flights and all the information will fucking come up. So they're like, so you're telling me you can Google this stuff. You can Google a private jet leaving, but you can't find a fucking missing flight with 200 people. Ooh. Niggas just don't want to find that missing flight. Facts. Um, Who was on that flight? I watched too much scandal. Now I'm like, is Listen. there <laughs> <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently there was 13 doctors allegedly on that flight that allegedly had a cure of some sort for the coronavirus. Coronavirus. No. <laughs> I think it was like cancer or some shit to be completely oh, honest. Can't remember. They for sure shooting that shit yeah, down. They the shot military, that shit out US the sky. Military, Shot that shit down. They didn't even shoot it. They just opened a portal and <laughs> teleported them into another universe. They're like, you won't be coming back here even during reincarnation. That's what happened on um Scandal. You don't remember the president? He was the one that shot down the flight. He had he to. He had to do what he had to do. Yeah, he had to. He had to. Yeah. Fitz had to do what he had to do, man. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> but what we know for sure, it wasn't Trump who shot it down because Trump was, has zero military experience. So It was command. <laughs> it was B thirteen. Yeah, uh, it was B thirteen, baby. <laughs> oh, I miss Scandal. That was I'm such a good go show. All over again. Oh, <laughs> such a good show. That's a one Shonda Rhimes material. Man, she really leveled up from that to uh, from Grey's Anatomy to that. Grey's Anatomy is not as good as, as Scandal. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck it's up. It's not. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, it's oh tight. It's not. It tight. Listen. It's tight, Listen, it is time. Ah. It is fucking time. I have watched it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Eight seasons. I am eight seasons in. Norm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Norm. I'm going to eat my food. I'm fucking eight seasons in. And all this show is about, Norm. I'm going to just give you the rundown of what the show is about. All right. You got oh these. My. You I'm got so these five to. Know, you got so, these five I'm to seven you, interns. All right. And all oh, of daddy. these people are the most selfish, inconsiderate, <laughs> egotistical, uh, se- just absolutely fucking trash people I have ever. ever seen. They go against protocol when they feel like it. They risk and kill people because of it. And they're idiots. They keep doing it over and over again. Meredith, let me show you the latest dumb shit the main character did. I'm going to show you the latest main dumb shit the character did. This fucking gal, this fucking clown gal, went, she has a black child. Let me start there. She's got a black child. All right. Adopted from Dana Africa. Shepard really wanted her. Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> she has a black child from Africa, okay? Adopted by her and her other, uh, her man um, that got married to her on a fucking post-it note. Derek Shepard. Come on. Derek Shepard. respect on McDreamy's name. I'm not putting respect on that waistsuit's name. He can't even wow. use his hand anymore right now. Um, what? I'm at the part where his hand is finished. That's where I'm at. Don't tell me anything more. Keep going. Nah, fuck that. So Keep then now, let me tell you how they. <laughs> let me tell you how the no, the adoption please. agency woman is a black woman, and she's like basically interviewing them to get a better feel of if they'll be good parents, if it'll be a good home for the child to grow up in, all that shit, right? Meredith and her man get into it, separate. She loses her job. Why? Because she did some dumb fuck shit and got someone killed. On top of all that, so now the the the, the uh, adoption agency lady knows this, f- figures it out, comes to the hospital because she's looking for her, for her and the child. What does Meredith do? Hides in the fucking basement of a morgue with this black child for four hours, essentially kidnapping this child, and then expects to get the child back. Why? 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 Tell me. No, no, no. Tell me. Tell me three good reasons why Meredith and Derek are good parents. Well, I mean, Derek definitely got mad at Meredith. That's not what I asked you. I said, give me three reasons why they will be good parents to a black child. Three reasons. Come on, Alicia. I need three reasons. Well, in real life. Oh, my God. We're not doing this. We're talking about on the show. Take that fucking cape off. Untie it right now. <laughs> Untie it and throw it in the shoebox. <laughs> Tell me what they have that are redeeming qualities as parents. I mean, they learn. They definitely learned. Alicia, I don't, I don't know how far. I don't know how far. Do you know who Maggie is? Like, no. Maggie comes in. Don't, don't tell me nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. See, that's, that's what I'm saying, I'm Alicia. Like, I, I was just about to say, he's not that far. Yeah. And see, no, why, do, why am I hearing why? another person has to come into the mix for them to be good people? No, but I'm, I'm no, but, saying, no, I'm, but I'm saying, like, they've done the, like, they ask, like, hey, how can 
like I see. I, listen, I baby. see. Like, them. how can like Derek want to look? Well, Derek had the hair messed up or whatever. No, no, like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember if you. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know what to do with her hair, but like Meredith learned. Like, it, it. They did what they they tried to, and they still continued to try to do whatever they could best for her. Yeah, it wasn't a give up thing. It wasn't a give up. I never ting, said it was know? a it give was up like... thing. I said it's an irresponsible thing. Okay. No, I mean like her you do not kidnap a child for four hours because you're gonna be sad if they take her away. What is wrong with you? That's insane. You're adopting a child from a different continent, and you kidnap this child essentially for four hours. You turned off your phone and you you went and grabbed the child before the adoption agency could come and grab the child, even though you didn't know if you weren't gonna get the child back or not. That's nuts. <laughs> you can't come so, on, defend it. So they're pieces of shit. So see, ask Alicia, watch this. Ask him about George. Ask him about <laughs> fuck George. Fuck that nigga. I hope the bus. I hope the bus went in reverse on that nigga. I hope they rolled over that nigga twice. Fuck George. He a simp. He a bitch. And I hope wow. he burns in he hell. Definitely a definition of a simp. He definitely was. Yo, he grew some balls. I have no wife, sympathy right? for niggas with no backbone. That is me. I'm sorry. I can't do it. There's something in me that will not allow me to root for them. He has no spine. <laughs> no spine. He is definition beta male. It's insane. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. He's a great guy. Great person. <laughs> Piece of shit, bitch. Though I can't I, like that's just what the facts are. Got you, got you. Got the nigga you. had wow. sex with Meredith once. Said he was in love. I'm, I'm done with these people. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Meredith had pity, and the Meredith a piece of shit too. She had pity sex with this nigga and said, "Oh my bad." That's facts. That I didn't agree with. Yeah, I when I saw that, I was that's not right. Christina that's Yang, foul. the worst of everyone on the show. The worst 50 /50. person <laughs> on the show is Christina Yang, bar yeah. none. She has no heart until it's time for hers to be broken. That's the only time she turns into a human being. Other than that, fuck everyone else. That's Sandra O, oh, right? She yeah. Pa patience. She the fuck out of the patience. Role. And she no was sympathy. Some, like good little dimes and shit. Like I, I don't know. She, she yeah. She did have a lot. She has the quotes. She has the quotes. She has the quotes. But there's cold. But like that's how she is. She's cold. Yeah. She definitely cold. Ice cold. Yeah. Ice cold. Ice cold. I told you I'm ice cold. Ice so, cold. You out here flying high? Izzy. Pardon me. Izzy. Izzy, Izzy the blonde girl? Yeah. The blonde I, girl like, who who pulled the plug? I fucking hate it. The Izzy. blonde girl who cut like, the wire time, because she felt like it? it? I'm like, Izzy is so fucking annoying. You like, start, to, you start to realize. Yup. They're all annoying. Listen, I love Karev, and he's fucking annoying. That guy is a piece of shit, too. Yeah, I don't he's, care. He's, he's, he's I love, kind of I love Karev, Josh, though. Like, but you love him. Yeah, that's my favorite character on the show. He's a fucking asshole, but like, that's somebody that you like grow to like kind of love, you know? Yeah, other than yeah. Weber, oh, he's yeah. all right. Other he's than cool. Weber, he's my favorite character. <laughs> Weber's my favorite by, by yeah, far. Chief is, Chief is, like, Chief is Chief the is, mess. Is, 
he's Chief, on the podium 100 percent. he's the max 100 you really just need to keep going you haven't even hit like yeah but yeah marlon you need unfortunately you like, need to keep going but Holy i don't fucking shit but yeah, i, I don't like, need to. oh there's some shit marlon though i'm telling you i listen this plane crash happened and i popped a bottle of champagne i was so excited was for so people happy. to die <laughs> I I was so ex- I I couldn't believe Meredith had cognitive function still. She was Le- walking Lexi? around. I was pissed. Uh, Lexi, right? Poor Lexi, but not poor Lexi because she's a dumb broad as well. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't have time for these people. Lexi's an idiot. The amount of time Lexi acts like an eight-year-old, it, it makes no sense to me. She goes to a parking lot with him. Really, really young. Oh, like, I gotta go back upstairs. I have to get. I have to fill out some charts. Instead of saying I love you, didn't they call her Mousy or something? I don't know yeah, what they call her. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's another dummy. Uh, don't even get me fucking started on Kepner. Oh my god, what a yeah, fool! Kepner actually was one of the worst characters. Fam, yeah. when she goes yeah. to the boards yeah. and she's trying to become a doctor, I'm like, no one in real life would ever act like this. Is insane. This like her insane. and Avery together was like great, but then like annoying, like and right away. I after. didn't realize how bad of an actor Jesse was. <laughs> yeah, when you're watching that, you're like, you can tell it's just the face, right. it's just the eyes. <laughs> like this guy <laughs> is by, he is one of the worst actors on the show. I just passed an episode where Dr. Phil, I mean, Uncle Phil had to uh, put his boyfriend to rest. And that's where I ended. That's where I no, I stopped. I think a little bit after that. I think the plane crash or some shit like that. But Grey's Anatomy is ass. If you haven't watched it, do not watch this fucking show, man. Don't fucking do it to yourself, man. Watch it. Watch Watch Grey's. I will not take any Grey's Anatomy slander. (laughs) This is this is a Grey's Anatomy stand podcast. Hands on him. (laughs) This is a Black Anatomy stand podcast. We only stand black bodies. You know, but like, Black Anatomy. <laughs> Black Anatomy. That is one of the most diverse casts, for real, for real, if you think about it. Mm. Is it? It is. You have to keep watching. Yeah, you got to keep going. No, Marlon, honestly. Honestly. You really got to keep going. Honestly. It's one of the most diverse staff. But Shonda Rhimes is amazing. We're not we're not dissing Shonda Rhimes. I'm dissing the characters. I don't care about what the show does. I'm sure the show does That's groundbreaking shit. Too, though, Fuck these characters, nigga. <laughs> we're saying keep going because wow there's some i cannot yeah, wait i cannot wild. wait so until wild. meredith Next gets fired seasons. i yeah, can't wait yeah, till meredith gets fired stuff. again because i know there's no way this woman can keep her job she's a piece of shit there is absolutely no chance she's she keeps her job there's no chance that christina yang and owen hunt stay together that's not happening teddy's finally out of here thank god it i'm finished i'm done don't i'm telling you i'm done yeah. in seasons like yep. eight like the plane crash to season like you know like 13 14 like mm-hmm. i think i'm on 14 now like just so much more happens like i'm sick. stuff with hunt stuff with yo just everything you keep everybody everything. yeah everybody listen yeah, i'm gonna stay much. listen i'm gonna stay in this fucking fire right now that i'm in because i'm in fire right now i hate that show so much oh my god that was fun listening to you guys bicker over Grey's Anatomy. 
Wow. In other Richard is in the group. Richard is in the group and said he loves Grey's Anatomy too. So what's up, Richard? Yeah, Bun Richard. Bun Richard, yo. Bun you know Dick. What? Matthew, me and you are gonna do leftovers just about Grey's Anatomy. Done. Yeah, just Grey's Anatomy left. Yeah, oh, rewatch. Oh, rewatch about it. I am what's sick. Yeah, I didn't mind. You get you guys give me time to eat my food. So I gotta well <laughs> it's time to celebrate. I got some I got something to cheer me up. <sighs> Can I get a drum roll, please, intern? Can I get a drum roll? Can I get a drum roll, please, intern? I need a drum roll, please, intern. I need it. I need it. Oh, my God. Logic has retired. Oh, he is our good He finally oh. gave up. Uh, I don't usually say this about people, but man, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> Logic has just not appealed to me ever. <laughs> and he's been <laughs> no. trying to appeal to me forever. <laughs> Why? It's facts. Why? Facts. This is why? the thing. This is my thing I about Logic. Why, this is my thing about Logic. And about a lot of rappers, a lot of white rappers. This is my problem with a lot of white rappers. It's not just Logic. It's also Machine Gun Kelly. Um, it's also Eminem lately, the past couple of years especially. They sound like they can rap. They sound... Like they can rap. Mm -hmm. What they're saying is redundant and usually pity bars. It's a lot of woe is me. A lot of woe is me. Me personally, I can only take that in doses. I can't take that every two tracks, every <laughs> other track or every track. I don't need to know that you grew up with a fucked up older brother and your younger sister didn't like you or whatever. The case. Like, I don't need to hear that every other song. And I have the same complaint for people like Childish Gambino back in the day. Childish Gambino. So just to show you guys, it's not a race thing. It's literally just the, the content. Childish Gambino, when he first came out and started rapping. Yeah. What were the complaints about Childish Gambino? If you guys remember. I did not remember. I was not paying no. He was trying to be like other people. Like trying to be like Drake. He's trying to be like other people. Let's keep that in mm -hmm. keep that in mind. All right. He's trying to be like other people. Always complaining about black kids not accepting him and white kids not accepting him and how he's mixed and yada yada, yada or whatever. The, or he's like um, he's not black also, enough for the black, black kids and not white enough for the white kids, right? So he, he became annoying because that was every song. I I guarantee you. Almost every song, Childish Gambino would bring that shit up, right? So it was annoying. And on top of that, everyone booked who he was trying to sound like. Like Norm said, there were times he was trying to sound like Drake heavily, right? That was majority of the time, to be completely honest. Yeah. And with Logic, first of all, you're not Kendrick. So imitating his flow is not going to make you Kendrick. And you don't have the content like Kendrick does. And so that's my first annoyance. If I listen to you and all I can hear is some other nigga, I already don't want to listen to you. I can listen to that other nigga because he does himself better than you do him. 
And then on top of that, it's just the same subject matter every single time. And it's not like it's subject. There are lots of niggas. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, the trap artists are doing that. Trap artists are at least doing that on a vibe where it's like, this is about the vibe. They're telling you this is about the vibe. Logic tries to do it on hip hoppity beats. <laughs> Logic tries to do it on some DJ Premier type shit. We, and we I'm not going to vibe to some DJ Premier type shit. I'm, that's just me personally. I'm not going to vibe to it. It's something <laughs> when I hear that type of beat, I want to hear a certain type of rap. I associate a certain type of rap with it. What were you trying to say though? Logic is black. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why you said what. Because <laughs> you, you were like, I'm tired of these white boy rappers. And he's he he's white. white in passing, is he not? We know yeah. he's mixed with black because he says every other song. But he's white in passing. He knows he can't say nigga on road. Yes. So it's like, can his son? I remember that was a question question his his son is uh i believe he What's married a white? i think his Porter. wife is white He's so black. yeah and i believe somebody must have wrote under his picture something like can your son say the n-word <laughs> like but i mean like okay so like me and logic are mixed with exactly the same we're 50 50 mm -hmm. and if i say nigga you're gonna complain no because you're not white in passing I don't if I don't know okay. logic from a hole in the wall and he passes by me or he walks up to a group of mm -hmm. and says yeah, nigga, I'm a my, me and my friends are turning around. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at this man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm turning around, and I'm <laughs> I'm not saying he's not black. I'm not saying that yeah. at all. That's not up for me to no, decide. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at like how he looks because I don't really pay attention to logic. It's not up for me to so. decide if he's black or not. I don't. I could yeah. care less to be completely honest. But yeah. when you're white in passing, people are yeah. gonna think you're white, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure a majority of people who listen to him, unless until they hear the music and hear that he's half black, they yeah. don't know it because I didn't know. I'm like looking at some of his pictures. Majority of his pictures is like you could just say he's white. Like there's some things where I'm like, oh, he looks like he's mixed. But yeah, he got to shave his head and, and wear nigga clothes. <laughs> like that's essentially when I'm like, oh, yeah, logic's half black. Like he needs to make sure he has a tan. It's just a lie. Those glasses. And he, he needs uh, to do a lot. If he, if he, because his hair's kind of curly, right? Yeah. If 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 he waves it out, you got a lineup and it had the waves. But it reminds me of like that curly, curly though. So it reminds it's me of that like that push a line to Drake, where he says, um, something about, um, your naps ain't cur they ain't curl enough. You grow your, you shave your hair because your naps don't curl enough or something like, like that. It's like, I, th I think he uh, was alluding to the fact that Drake keeps his hair low because if he were to grow it out, people wouldn't think he was black. There was a, there's a line that. in there. There's a line in there that says that. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying, like, I don't believe that. I feel like Drake, he had longer hair before. He did have it out. It was, yeah, the juke throw. But how it's, many, not the, it's not the coarsest hair or it's not the tightest coils or whatever. That, but to me, it looks like black hair. He Listen, then, he looks black to us because I think because we know better. To a lot of people, <laughs> Drake is Middle Eastern. Drake is Spanish. Drake is this. Yeah. Drake is that. Like the, he talks about it himself. Like he, mixed kids are. Sorry. Drake talks about it himself in that in that interview with Elliot and B Dot, where he said, mm -hmm. "You know, people talk about black excellence, and I don't get brought up in that conversation at all. And I'm a black. Yeah. I consider myself a black man. I move through this world as a black man. People view mm -hmm. me as a black man. If I get in trouble with the law, I'm a black man." 
And so why don't I get associated with black excellence? And I'm pretty sure Logic feels the same way. And yeah. this retirement, the way he worded but, it, feels like it's out of frustration. Mm-hmm. It's like, Probably. I've come to my wits end. He's like, I'm done. Like, I watched an interview with him talking about it. He's like, I'm done, man. I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just done with that whole thing. Like, if you like it, you like yeah. it. If you don't, you don't. And this, another problem I have with him is scheming. He'd be scheming to sell records sometimes. So, like, so I don't know really if this is a real retirement. As much as you hate Greg <laughs> Pardon me? I said, so you hate this nigga just as much as you hate Greg I don't Maddie. hate him. I don't hate him. I dislike him. There's a very big difference. I hate Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Here we go. I hate Christina Yang. I hate Meredith Grey. I hate April Kepner. I dislike logic. <laughs> I don't know him enough to hate him. I know those characters enough to fucking loathe them. <laughs> I heard you. Logic, uh, like I said, it's more so for me, the um, constant whining and complaining. Like you've, you've lived your whole life this way. If it's th- this, you, at some point you got to accept this is what it is. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate. But this is what it is. I, as a black man, have co- I've come to terms with what my blackness means. And I'm fighting against that, but I'm not constantly being in people's ear like, but I'm black and I don't get opportunities. And It's just annoying. It's just annoying. Especially when you're making that much money. You're successful. You can go on Twitch and hundreds of thousands of people watch you every day just talk. Like, didn't he just sound like a million? Like, the nigga retired. Listen, listen to this Twitch. fucking shit. Listen to this. And this is what I'm talking about. And for the first, I want to thank Kendrick. Is he crying? He's crying. Because he doesn't know how much he was there for me and Cole and Drake, <laughs> fucking ASAP and Ferg and Mac DeMarco, man, and fucking Toro Imoa. It was such a dream for him to be on this album and record. And there's there's too many people, man. I, th- I thank you all. I love you all. I appreciate you all. I bid you farewell. And as always, the niggas acting like he's I'm leaving to yours. Mars. Be on the internet. <laughs> Listen to these words. Hold on. Wait. 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 I'm obediently yours. I won't be on the internet for the first time in my career. I won't be on the internet for the first time in my career. The very next day signs with Twitch. Make me like this nigga. Make me like this nigga. He sounds like a little bitch, but. In what world can you not just rap when you feel like it? Like. This farewell to rap is it's nuts to me. A song can be written anytime in life. All right? You can write a song, you don't even have to record it. Why do we get this crying farewell to the internet when you're signing to the internet? <laughs> 
So he's like, listen, I'm just saying bye to Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, whatever, <sighs> TikTok, gosh, whatever else. Because now I'm exclusively on Twitch because they've given me a huge bag. That's how dramatic, though. Look at it. Look at it. Can you look up uh, what bag Twitch gave him in turn? What bag did they give him? Let's see how. Let's see how much it took Ready? for him to recant his internet goodbye. Because this is, uh, and this, you know, the bigger problem is his last album. He said he was retiring, and he said he says in this interview recently, "Oh yeah, you know, I just wanted to get you know." Get them all riled up a little bit. Single digit millions exclusive deal Twitch. Doesn't nothing disclosed like specifically. But, but it's like at least the millions, millions. Like single digit millions. It says multi-million. Multi-million yeah. dollar deal to be yeah. on the internet after crying, bawling, and you're a millionaire already. What an asshole. Saying <laughs> that under the guise of this is going to be, I'm finally getting to step away and be a father. I'm going to be a good father. I'm gonna be off here, spend time with my kid, <laughs> my wife, my home, and then the next day together, you're gonna be fucking gonna be on video games. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there was a there was an opportunity there for me to be like, oh man, like, I feel bad for the logic hate in the past, man. This guy really loved this shit, man. Then the next fucking day he signs this shit, and I just threw up all over again in my mouth i was really ready to come on here and be like yo my bad this man really love rap and we we kicked him out because essentially we kicked him out of rap <laughs> <laughs> we the people got yeah, logic out of yeah. here let us celebrate <laughs> that's all i'm saying baby terrible What's his name? What's his name? Keyshawn. I hope someone puts a beat. He posted a picture of him and he put like, "We'll miss you, Logic," and oh he put like the God. dove or whatever. I a dove? Yeah, a dove? Died. Is he like, dead? He <laughs> Was he being sarcastic? Oh, that's, that's no, a yo, I hope I hope one of y'all internet niggas put a beat over this crying video because I will bump this shit to number one. I will stream it daily. If y'all put what a beat over this. Yo. Oh my God. Ain't nobody did that yet. That's how you know, like, the black community is so far removed from that nigga. So nobody, far like, removed from has, this man, bro. Nobody has even used that crying shit as a. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Someone that we. There's beyond it. Someone that we like See, to Alicia, hear. Rap. If ever you watched Dave Chappelle, you would know what the racial draft was. Oh. But uh, I feel like logic oh. would have been. Oh my god! They would fuck him up in a logic. Oh my god! He'd in be a on race the podium, and uh, they'd be like, "You can man. take him for free." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! One person we do like to hear rap. Drop two songs. Mm. Cold world, man. Whole fucking world, man. Oh, wow. Wow. Cole is back, bro. Play that. Woo! That shit hit your soul. Ugh! Someone screenshot the intern right now. Ugh! Yuck!
shit, new shit, new shit, new shit, new shit. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant, but the truth hurtful? Everybody gotta cry once in a while. But how long will it take for you smile? This is that comeback to life shit. My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up as if the sun had the night shit. And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon. Yeah. To the left of that decimal, I need seven figures to play the joint Woo! Turn up your decibels, peepie decimator joints On my projects like them workers that section eight points And you'll see how I flip like exclamation points My niggas shoot first as if they never played the point More two guards, enough straps to fill for you hogs More depth than World War II calls around these parts We put a brown just to drown these thoughts Of black corpses and county marks, Lord, Those images haunting, I ain't been asleep yet It's ten in the morning I'm sending a warning A problem with me is like the BET Hip Hop Awards I'm starting to see you niggas don't want it I'm sick of the smartest From niggas I know for sure Holes in his bag Jesus In his biggity <laughs> It's too lyrical man Lion King on Ice is the second song And I was like what the fuck does Lion King on Ice even mean? Then I remember this nigga's name is Simba. I got blood on my hands. I ain't gon' lie, I got mud on my shoes. I ain't gon' lie, I got real, real big plans. When this beat drops, I got a whole lot to prove. I ain't gon' lie, I got blood on my hands. I ain't gon' lie, I got mud on my shoes. I ain't gon' lie, I got real, real big plans. I ain't gon' lie, I got a whole lot to prove I ain't uh, gon' lie Sip from the bottle for shit that we bottling in Going live but we not on the gram It's the land of supply and demand All my young niggas shopping up grams And them choppers won't pop from their hands Back and lay like they got an exam If it's beef, my nigga look just like homewreckers They got their eye on your mans Woo! Too many done died in these parts So we gotta be smarter, we tryna see harder Some nigga won't make it past summer regardless I'm trying my hardest to stack my deposit These niggas be looking at me like I got it Deep down inside though, I still feel as broke as that nigga Who just graduated from college Scraping up chains they got left in my pockets I'm trying to make nickels turn into a dollar Riding the train way too shy to go holler Just watch it get off at a stop, I'm a coward Fuck it though, you got a way bigger target I'ma do it so big they won't know what to call it Sound like a whole limbo truck on my stomach Bitch, I ain't hungry, this feeling is starving Gotta move mama from out of my apartments Gotta put Bill on the mat, we forgot Beast, absolute beast. Cole is back. Uh, I'm so happy it's not some snow on the bluff shit. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so happy he's flexing on niggas finally, like really flexing on niggas, not some one line in the track. Like he really flexing his chest on niggas now, and rightfully so, man. He's worked himself into a position. Like I remember when Cole first came out, bro. I remember being at what's that uh the Thompson Hotel when they had that that um club in the basement. A fucking wildflower? Nah, before it was wildflower. Before it was wildflower. They had another joint in there, much smaller. Um. And J. Cole hosted that shit and nobody paid this nigga any mind. I felt like I was the only one in there that knew who this guy was. And now to see where he's at. It's it's truly remarkable, man. Like, and I don't know a lot of rappers where you could look back at their career and they have an interview like this, basically prophesying. Like I don't buy into my own hype, you know. Like I'm grateful for the reactions and the appreciation, but I don't buy into like, 
yeah, I'm the man. Like, nah, I feel like I got a lot left. Like, I got a, I'm gonna be here for years. Like, I don't, being hot in 2013 is cool. You know, and being critically acclaimed in 2013 is cool, but like, what about 2020? Like, where am I gonna be? I don't wanna be making a documentary 20 years from now talking about like, this as if it was the end. I wanna still be present and still be making music. I wanna be like, you know, Bruce Springsteen or something, like making songs that are relevant. If a tragedy happens, I make a song and it's, and I can just put it out and people, you know, people know I'm still speaking for them. I wanna be like that. I'm gonna have That's why that snow on the bluff shit was so difficult. But y'all don't wanna hear the truth. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> That's what we mean when we said he touts himself up as this person, man. You can't say some shit like that in 2013 and then. Years later down the road, be like, hey, man, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't the guy y'all I ain't the guy y'all thought I was. I, wasn't, I ain't the guy y'all thought I was. Um, that's, what J that's Ja Rule. We're going to be moving on to <laughs> Nas. What? Nas beat up a woman? Oh, no, sorry. That's from 2011. Um, we're going to be moving on a little bit more. Oh, duh. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You can hold my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold my eyes. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Timbaland is, is, is being disrespectful. Timbaland's being, <laughs> Timbaland's being real disrespectful. Uh, he has dissed none other than Bow Wizzle. And I, for one, will no longer stand for it. Poor Mr. Moss. Mr. Moss was disrespected. Like Pardon me? No, I'm like, don't act like Bow Wow ain't the shit. Thank Norm. you. Thank you. Norm, Norm gonna hate on Bow Wow. Because when, when Bow Wow was out, Norm was fucking listening to the locks selling fucking crack on the corner. <laughs> you sicko. Well, ah, Destroying sorry, your community I while 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 Bow Wow's trying to that Shad Moss Bow Wow. Is. Thank you. Talk to him. No, you know what? Talk to him. This so this is a little man you support, huh? Yeah, I am is. Bow Wow Hive. Yeah, Marlon's the president. Thank of you. Bow Talk wow to this nigga, Hive. man. What understand? The, the tell me you tell me you didn't tell Shorty, yo, this this song's for you. This song's for you, Shorty. Hey, hey, yeah, you did, hey. nigga. I know you ran out of breath on this chorus, hey. smoking a blunt. Hey. hey, I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you don't show me in a special way I feel when you hold me. We gon' always be together, baby. That's what you told me, and I believe it. I ain't never had nobody do me like you. All right, you want to continue to be disrespectful? I feel about wow. This one, I feel. I like this one. <laughs> oh. But it's because of Luther Vandross being sampled. Are wow. You fucking serious? His daughter doing it? Yo, his daughter has been killing me and she's also his clone. Y'all know what this is. She's so pretty. She has so much like... So, so... Yes, I love her. I've been watching you for a minute. Come through here so sweet, send it. Your life, girl, you need me in it. I'm determined to win it. I know what you need. I know what's wrong. I know how to make it tight. Everything will be alright. If you let me... You gonna disrespect fresh as I miss? Oh my god. Are you fucking stupid? Yo! Uh, hey, hey, hey. When I was eight, 
was rhyming, not backyard game plan. Watch a snoop anxiously awaiting for my chance, man. Hiding cocky with it, cause I know that I am, man. I'm going down in history like American passes. Fresh to death, fighting neighborhood dope, man. I stay on the top, cause I keep coming with dope, man. You standing watching, stealing, but there ain't no hope. Come on, man. Come on, Norm. Come on, Norm. It was the summer 2001. Yeah, I bet you that dog says Bow Wow. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. It was the summer 2001. All before the drama begun. When we first met, come on, Norm. It was broke down crying. Norm, for real? There's one song that you made that is the only thing that keeps me down. Hey! Man, I'm feeling down. I don't know about you, but I gotta keep my minds around. Cause I don't look, I don't search. Yeah, this one's good. This one's good. Another shorty life. Hey! Hey! Damn! Damn! Ooh! Norm, I wish you could enjoy life with us. Hey! Hey! Nothing like when I ran into this one, she would be the red room of my kitchen. Jeez! Come on, Norm! Come on, Norm! Out of my system! Hey! Hey! I bet you I make Norm crack. It's like you got some kind of hold on me. I don't know. I bet you I make Norm crack. Hey, hey, fuck Curtis Blow, nigga. Fuck Curtis Blow, nigga. Is that real shit? Hey, 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 hey. So, so deaf. Intern about to put on his bandaid on his cheek. Be ready. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. I keep it so fresh on the microphone. I'm like, no interruption when the game is on. I like slam dunk to take me to the hoop. My favorite play is the out. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Now it's basketball. Norm, let's go. You know my favorite song. You know my favorite Bow Wow already, baby. Woo! Jazzy Fizzle Productions on my nizzle. Oh boy. Bow Whistle. I see you with Shorty, huh? Take it to the mall, pimp. She called her Gucci. Nowhere but Gucci. And Burberry and Prada was her style. I'm trying to tell Norm the dog can get down. 
Breaking room, shorties in heavy rotation. Like this is the one. How to do this song? I never give her the cold shoulder. When she's in the whip, I let her take over the rover. Then it's off to the movies, dog. I'm like Austin, let's get groovy. From the movies to the crib. That's what it is, at. I find me another one. More interesting, more fun. The deal has just begun. Tell them. What? It's really, really nice hey, hey, go dog, go dog, go, go, go dog. Let's yeah. See, he don't even like Bow Come the fuck, Mister One Hundred Six in Park Norm. Are you serious? You wearing the you wearing a throwback right now, boy? Hey, okay. Look at them shoulders, okay. That is that's that's the Manhattan shake. That's not the Harlem shake at all. <laughs> that's the Dykeman shake. <laughs> that's the LES. <laughs> Staten Island shake. Staten Yo, Timberland said that Bow Wow don't got 20 joints. I just played seven, and that ain't even cracking the surface. Bow Wow had to and be like, nah, bro, let me give you these 21 hits. Bow Wow's <laughs> first song needs to be him and the intro of Snoop Dogg's song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Facts. needs to be the intro. Just to give y'all little niggas a history lesson, man. This boy been in it since... When he was like a kid, literally? Four years old. Yeah. What you, who you know under, under 15 selling out the Madison Square Garden? I wonder, I wonder if he still holds all those like Guinness Book of Record. Um, like Bieber might have slapped those out the water still. Decibel levels and stuff. Like, yeah. Didn't he, he, have, he, like, he, no, he killed. Was, like, I think he did. Rapper ever. He was like one of them. I think he he had the the young. He, I think he's still I mean, the youngest he, artist to sell out the Madison Square Garden seven times. I can't remember how many times he sold it out. But don't sleep on the bow, bruh. Don't sleep on the bra. And this is the perfect time for that battle, man. You got Soldier Boy just turned 30 today. Shout out to Soldier Boy. A legend oh, in his He's own also right. A legend, period. What about that? Soldier Boy versus Lil Way. That's what I'm saying. Soldier Boy's yeah. birthday. And he's looking healthy. He's removing his face tats. Have you guys seen that? He's removed almost yeah. all of his face tats now. Uh, Bow Wow, his daughter has gone viral for the past like two weeks off Let Me Let Me Hold You. Um it's I feel like it's perfect time. Perfect time for them to do Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy, man, for the culture. Y'all did a lot of old niggas. Do some young niggas with some old hits. Like, it's just a lot. Um, people were saying Bow Wow versus Marion. Eh, I don't know how I feel about rap versus R and B. Bow Wow brought up a really good one, which is Bow Wow versus Ja Rule. And I didn't realize how much sense that made until after he said it. Because if you think about it, they both rapped gal tunes for the majority of their careers. Like their biggest hits are and, they're, they're all 106 and Park. 106 and Park babies. Yeah. They they were making the same type of music at the same time. Um, and another thing I noticed with Bow Wow, do you guys ever notice that nobody asked Bow Wow for features? Like I no can't. Wanted him. I can't think of a song outside of uh, them franchise boys. Where Bow Wow was asked to be on a feature with, which by the way, if, if he puts on "Oh, I Think They Like Me" remix, it's a rap, sir. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> he ain't losing say, that round. Yeah, he man. ain't losing that round. Or if he oh, puts on the Destiny's like Child you. remix, he ain't losing that round. And that's the thing, Bow Wow did a lot of remixes, but not a lot of features. Yeah, like I feel like mm -hmm. artists 
never really respected him throughout his career. And I don't know if that's because of his demographic. Um, I feel it. That's why age. everyone, he was just too young. While every, He was the only kid. Like, maybe a little Romeo, but like. Nah, there's little Corey, little Romeo. Little Corey, little Romeo. Uh, Lil Saint, but he died. Um, but you know what I'm saying? He was the only one. So, like, while well, everybody, he was the only kid in a big man's game. So, who wants to do tracks with little kids at the time? I, I mean, remember, I this is say. coming from a very toxic era in hip hop. Yeah, that's <laughs> you true. Know what I mean, he was respecting like, women way too much. No, no, <laughs> exactly. <He laughs> no, seriously. Way because at he his was, age he had to like that's what you have to do is like yeah baby i'm gonna be there to, to care for you and listen to you and all he's the opposite of future mm, wow 100%. future is yeah. bow wow's arch nemesis he did have yeah, he, he did have a child with his baby mom and yeah. then he had a child with his other baby mom <gasps> conspiracy marlin has returned wait what oh my god future i think future, future was Marlin's created in a lab future to combat Bow Wow and his nah, impact. <laughs> Bow Wow was out here uplifting women, saying, I care for you. I'll listen to you. And Future's like... And Future said, fuck, fuck all that. And then took his baby moms, had a baby with her. Took his ex, had a baby with her. Damn. Why does he hate Bow Wow? What do you mean he took his baby mom? He had... Joey, Joey, what's her name? Joey Chavez? I can't remember what her name is. No, but I'm like, he took Sierra. No, but he also took Bow Wow's baby mom. He has a baby yeah, with yeah, both yeah. of them. He had a baby with her after. Still Bow Wow. No, you said two baby moms. That's why I was like, I was confused. No, 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 no. I was just saying he got two baby moms from Bow Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Got took you. Sierra. Now I got you. Took Joey. Yep. Yep. That man is savage. <laughs> He's trying to ruin Bow Wow's life. Why is Future trying to do this? Because Future is Mr. Petty. Maybe we should get... No, Nicki Minaj's husband is Mr. Petty. Maybe, <laughs> we, maybe, we, should get, maybe we should get Future versus Bow Wow. <laughs> oh Bow Wow would be slapped out of the water. The hostility. There <laughs> Yo. you go. There's your, there's your two people that don't like each other, I'm assuming. Ah, nah, we need 50 versus Ja, man. Or Brandy versus Monica. That that'll be a fire one. Brandy versus Monica. Brandy versus Monica. As uh, long as Monica keeps her gun at home, I think we could have a good battle. I heard Usher and Chris Brown's going down. <sighs> no, no, no. Do we need to talk about that too? Because that no, was a no, talk no. this week. They they <laughs> they're trending. Nah, 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 nah. They were trending. They were trending. Um <laughs> Usher uh, was trending uh, to go up against Chris Brown. Chris Brown then said in an Insta story, what we not going to do is cap. not going to do. I could do a versus off features alone. So I'll humbly decline. I'm busy doing nothing. And then he later on went to say, I think he... He said, why don't we do Chris Brown versus Breezy? And I was like, that's not a fair fight at all. Chris Brown will win every time. <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> no one wants to hear you rap, bro. Yeah, no one wants to hear Breezy, man. We want Chris Brown, bro. We want Poppin'. We want 
young love we want is yo. this love we want yo we want all that picture this we want kiss kiss you know what i mean take you mm -hmm. down them type of thing the exclusive them type of <laughs> giant them man them are the one and i said this this week and niggas got mad at me but omarion's career and i will i'll double down omarion's progression in his music and career is what people want for chris brown and no one's paying attention to Omarion. Nah, he's usually, he's like the sleeper. It doesn't make any sense to me. Did you guys hear Cause he's, cause he can't sex playlist? <laughs> Who? Did you guys hear Omar sex playlist, the album? No, I haven't. See, that's the problem. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more so Omarion's team sucks ass. Cause yeah. like his promotion for an album is almost non-existent. I, I didn't even know he dropped album. Thank you. The man wow. dropped "Post yeah. to Be," the number one song on there is "Post to Be," and everybody knows this song. Everybody knows this song. And Janae Iko blew it up with that "Eat the Booty Like Groceries", groceries. track. But he also had like yo, like there's some bangers on here, man. Like he's making real r&b it's not like some new age r&b he's not ever trying to rap he's just singing singing from his heart this is how the album starts tell me this is not a, an amazing intro holy black street can I believe I got her all alone? Okay, I like this one. Can I believe the time when this song came on? Know how I feel, but don't know what to say. On alone, turn this up and let it play. Already played a few about nothing Then one or two about fucking And then I played a couple I made For you all alone Girl, but I didn't say it was you all alone While you were on the phone on your way Already getting paid Girl, you don't have to say shit Is that real R&B right here, baby? Girl, you know why I played And you know what pisses me off even more? Is if Chris Brown sang these songs. Sex playlist. Come on, man. Come on. Tell me Chris Brown doesn't sing this song, it doesn't go number one. Long as you want it, long as you got me inside. You've got the power, long as you want it, long as you got me inside. Girl, are you crying? You moanin' like the party's dying 
only lonely Fuck somebody's ever known Oh, girl, we've been doing things so long My voice is almost gone I fucking lo- I think that might be a, one of his best songs, Loki. That song is amazing. Y'all go check out Sex Playlist, man. You will not be the first disappointed. Song was crazy. The whole album has no skips. He has a song on here with Rick Ross called Boss. No skips. It's amazing. Because Rick Ross is literally his boss. Not anymore. He oh, was okay. when he was MMG. Yeah, at this time mm-hmm. it was. He has a song on here with James Fontelroy. Um and that might give you a preview of what his next album is going to sound like because he's doing it with James Fontelroy, the entire thing. Oh, okay. And James Fontelroy. That last song sounded James Fontelroy. This one, this one is the one they did together called Deeper. And it's fucking fire. So I'm getting used to. So I'm getting used to. You up and then picking you up and then hitting the beast like four. Soon as I get to my door, got your hands down on my desk, down on my sand, down on my floor. Castles up in my bedroom, waist low through your body. Eyes rest for more and more and more. I'm up on the shore. If you need me to rescue, I'll be there for sure. Head first, cause I'm diving. Y'all niggas haters, bro. It's cool. It's fine. Go listen to the album. I guess because I sat with it longer, I probably feel way better about you, it. But like, love it. I do. You I need do. Some time with it. I do. Um, Can we talk about like the fact that it's Caravan Weekend and uh, it's not Caravan Weekend. It's Caravan Weekend. We ain't got shit to do. It's not Caravan <laughs> Weekend. How is it not Caravan Weekend? Um, because I been. blocked it out in my mind and it's not <laughs> happening. I was about to say, this whole Marlin's, weekend doesn't exist. Yeah, Marlon's done his work. He's got like PTSD. Listen, like, I've already, I've already <laughs> blocked the trauma. I've already blocked the trauma. I've hidden it deep within, and I will wait thirty years for it to spring back up while I'm watering the lawn or something. I don't know. <laughs> it will hit me, and it will hit me hard, but not today, not this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, dang. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> uh. That's a crazy concept, though. We're, we're, we're like really the last to experience big events like Caravan or concerts. Yo. Don't say Don't that. say that. They're going to happen again, man. Hopefully. <laughs> what do you mean, hopefully? It's going to happen again. Life we will not know. stay we like this. Right now. I know that life will not stay like this. You want to know how I know? Because Google has pushed their stay at home work thing until October 2021. So that's when the pandemic will end. <laughs> <laughs> We're in for a long one, folks. Strap in tight. <laughs> Got another year of this shit. Listen, if anyone's going to know, Google go no. <laughs> Anytime me. you don't know, who do you ask? Google. <laughs> 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 Them niggas you know. know. 
You don't ask Jeeves. That's for I sure. don't ask Jeeves. That nigga is too jovial for my liking. <laughs> um, every kid I know has asked Jeeves if he was gay. Jeeves was Every my nigga. single one. Yo, Jeeves, are you gay? No, I prefer the term jovial. <laughs> Why is that your answer every time? Does that is that still a site? Can someone check? If, yeah. if it's still a site, so I'm switching. So I swear to God, I'll leave. Now. <laughs> S-G-U-S. Please tell me it's still the cartoon butler standing there. Yes, I w- it's still here. No, no, no butler. No butler. No butler. It says ask with the it's red circle. Ask. Yeah, it's Just ask. ask. Yeah, it goes. But you can type in ask Jeeves and it goes ask.com and it's just like a website now. Like they have nah, a That's of- trash. I, don't, yeah, I want my nigga Jeeves there in person, live and in the flesh. Yeah. Jeeves. It's just not the same without it. Brown I'm just suit asking. On. Just ask. Black suit on. Nigga had that towel over his arm and shit. Ready yeah, he was a butler, out. right? Hello, Jeeves. Yeah, he's a butler. Yes. You know what's crazy? Did you guys see on Twitter how um, somebody was complaining that Beyonce has a white butler in her, like, Black is King thing? And people were so up in arms, like... Beyonce is getting attacked on Instagram by the white community for using a white butler in the trailer of her movie, Black is King. But the thing is, is that like, I know hella white butlers, like, do you know what I mean? Like in movies and TV shows, there are a ton of white fucking butlers. Alfred is Batman's number one butler. He's the most, he's arguably the most famous butler of all time. (laughs) And he's white. Like the only the only butler that could compare is Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. But wasn't there a TV yeah. show about a white butler, like that raised an American family? Oh, what's it called? The uh, nanny, Mr. Donahue, or something like that. Or? Yeah, sound like it your, was way sound back like your era. The nanny had a white butler as well. Nanny had a white butler. The nanny had one, um, and she was a woman. Oh wait, no, it was the man. There was a no, man butler too. There yeah, was the yeah, butler. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, just yeah. a nanny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, what was I just gonna say? There was another one. The help that had a lot of white butlers, right? Fucking diaries. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Viola Davis says she regrets that role. Yeah, I saw that. She said she regrets playing that role. She said she feels like she let down her people by playing that. And and, and the joke is, black people are like, but we we love that movie. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know what to believe. I haven't seen the movie myself because I don't like seeing black people in that type of position. I've volunteered to not watch I've those type it. of shits anymore. Like, you know what the last straw was for me? Um, what's that movie with uh, Taraji, um, Octavia, and one... And is Viola Davis in that too? I can't remember. There's one other black woman and they're like mathematicians or scientists. Oh, it was Janelle. It was Janelle. Janelle Monet. Monet. Janelle Monet. And, yeah. And Kevin and Costner was, turns out being turns out to it, be the hero. I was done. I'm like, I'm never watching figures. these movies. Hidden again. figures. Yeah. I'm never watching these movies again. Too much white savior things happening <laughs> all the time. I'm I'm out. I opt out. Mm. It's never black people just pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps. It's always some white person that just chips in with some minimal effort, and now he's looked at as the fucking center point of the entire movie. I'm, I'm out. So that's why yeah, I didn't Tom watch Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. <laughs> Man saved all Asians. <laughs> <laughs> he became the best samurai out of all the samurai <laughs> with one year of training. Yo, that is egregious, bro. 
I cannot believe they got away with that. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> yo, that's another level for me, you know? Another level. Like, I can't. And I, you know what's crazy is I watched something. I can't, I can't remember what it was. Some Bolly, Something with Bollywood where they basically, um, they showed how many uh, Bollywood movies that use white white dancers that per chrissy in the back is killing me <laughs> why is she crawling <laughs> we saw her in the back yeah, for a time laughing so i had to mute her because she's laughing so hard <laughs> trying to sneak through <laughs> we can tell us yeah they saw you chrissy they saw you. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry but yeah that I didn't realize that even in Bollywood movies, like they use white dancers a lot of the times in the background of, of Bollywood movies. Like why? There ain't a whole very large population of Indian people in India. The you? largest? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you couldn't find one? <laughs> you couldn't find five of these India niggas? literally has billions of fucking people. You They're couldn't find anybody? I overpopulated <laughs> and you couldn't find five niggas that could dance come on man i know how to do bangara dances man come on man get it together man anyone that lives in okay. brampton knows how to do it well, maybe, okay. <laughs> well, you start that shit nigga um oh how did you enjoy watching uh indian matchmaker yeah let's go marlin oh my let's god let's hear it's it because i have I like it ready it. i have it ready for this now week. i have what many will de be deemed as a hot take <laughs> okay hot take okay. let it be okay. known okay. let it be known now i understand you know cast shaming um is not right um obviously colorism not right terrible However, I kind of wish we had this in the black community. <laughs> oh, really? I kind of feel like it's kind of sick. <laughs> like, yo, yo, there's a woman coming to you with like, yo, choose. <laughs> like, yo, here you go. You said you like this. So I, I got five of them for you. I got five of them for you. Choose. Found you the man. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? If you go on the date with this one and it's not it, that's fine. There's four more. And if not, the bio data shows that there are more. <laughs> like when she got when she hilarious. went to the bio data when she started bringing up bio data, I'm like, oh, this shit's scientific. She's hilarious. This shit's scientific. Mm -hmm. Um, I do understand that it is like um very painful for a lot of indian people to watch um just because especially the ones that have well no i think it's across the board i can't speak for indian people obviously but i feel like across the board it seems like there's um a deep-seated hate for this whole process um a lot of people say there's a lot of colorism involved a lot of cast is it cast shaming is that what it's called yeah, like the caste system. So like the, the caste system, um, like the social system yeah. that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, for me, looking from the outside in, it seems like 
Um, it seems like it could be good, but I can understand that Netflix pretties, pretties things up a lot. You know what I mean? Netflix will make a lot of shit look real pretty. Shine it up. You know what yeah. I mean? The editing, yeah. all that stuff. Like, we didn't get to see the full date. You know what I mean? We got to see certain parts. And let me tell you how this one chick on this show, if you have not watched this show, there was a girl named Apranar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't oh, deserve okay. Okay. a single human being that I can think of. Aside from Logic. Logic might be the only person that I would be like, yeah, you should date. She is... <laughs> I don't even know. Like, she is the most difficult, most odd person I've seen on one of these reality dating shows. Right. We're talking about someone that looks at everything so analytical and everything is just like stats and data and not she's devoid of emotion she's but, just like the guy that she went on a date with the one that was like painting those little those little toy things i don't know what they're called um he seemed like he was so sweet they and she all was just did. like she she was just like no you just have no plans for the future so bye but she just didn't care at all wow first guy first guy she date she goes on a date with. first first before I, I this is when i knew things were going downhill the woman said um i think you like this one he does this job he's the height you want uh he's got a good sense of humor and she goes uh you know i hate comedy what? what that sounds like me <laughs> what oh my god you yeah. don't hate comedy though you may hate comedy like the like tv uh, shows or stand-up comedy or whatever but you don't hate laughing I, alicia like stand-up you don't hate laughing alicia you don't hate laughing you don't hate a man that can make you laugh that's impossible uh. she, she literally <laughs> said yeah you know i've dated guys that make me laugh and all that stuff but it's just not for me what joy is not for you then she, she dates the next like guy she's, really, she's in a isn't she like an attorney she's a lawyer she dates another guy that's a lawyer he says yeah i love being a lawyer she's like really that's really weird he's like what you don't love your job well, yeah, she's like no she like i just she was like i just don't i've wanted to get out of law since the beginning like since i started i wanted to get out of law this woman this is a woman that sees her mother every single day. Like she yeah. styles herself after her mother. Did you guys realize that? She, she styles she herself after her mother. It's either that or her mom's dressing and doing her hair. Cause I don't understand it. They're twins. Even down to the, the way their hair is set and the type of clothes they wear. It's the exact same thing. You know what reality show that they need to go on and they have need to have their own spinoff. Uh, smothered on TLC. Nah, she need to go on Love is Blind. She need to go on Love is Blind and realize that no one is going to like her. Do you know what Smothered is? Um, I know it's Smothered like a motherfucker on this here extra gravy. Let's go. Let's go. We be smothering ah. niggas. Smothering. <laughs> go. It's, it's, okay, well, it's a show that's like, where the mom and daughters have ridiculously like weird ass relationships this one mother and daughter shower together 
oh, I'm watching this shit. And they're grown as fuck. They're I'm watching this tonight. What? My mom's like, Netflix? what kind of... No, it's on TLC. Bet. I'm yeah, watching so this shit. It's, it's just like... I don't even know what to say. Like, it's just outrageous <laughs> mother-daughter She's duos. lost for words. That's that. Like, You're lost for words. I'm watching this shit. It's just, I look at them and I'm just like, especially because I, I know me and my mom, we don't have a normal relationship. Like, we're not, we're cool, but like, we're not that mother-daughter relationship. Ooh. And so for me, I'm just like, hell no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty shit, man. That's some nasty. I know she they breastfed that girl together. until They're she was growing. She breastfed that child until she was 14. I know she was in the Probably. stroller walking. You know, no. when the kid's so big, oh the, you know, when they're so big, the kid's feet are just walking through the stroller. <laughs> I know that that was her, man. That is wow. Bathing with the mom. That is yeah. another level of wild. So that's that's the show that that girl needs to go on. Um, Drea lost her Savage Fancy endorsement. Ooh. How are you going to joke about domestic violence while signed to Rihanna? <laughs> are you an idiot or are you an idiot? That's hilarious. Where do you have the thought process? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Where? Um, I seen Twitter up in arms, and now this video has 108,000 retweets, 129,000 likes, which means a lot of people argued over this scripted ass shit. Um, it's a young lady on the sidewalk with her friend. Um, her boyfriend appears to pull up in the car, and his mom is in the passenger seat and refuses to get up. And the girl's telling her, why, why I always got to deal with your mom? trying to be fucking your best friend i'm your wife i'm your super, wife super scripted super scripted by the way we're, we're talking about they had a steady cam <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. like i, I watched them do a like, spin yeah. around and i was very, like okay the quality was very like a what that's what <laughs> gave it away for me at first was the steady cam and then it was the angles the then angles it was the angles had. and then it was like, and then i started listening to what they were saying and i'm like oh okay yeah. okay i get what's happening here yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, I drive up. My mom's in the passenger seat. And my wife's coming in the car. Why the fuck is my mom getting out the front seat? Yeah. She, my mom's not my homie. It's my mom. <laughs> Why am I telling my mom to get out the seat? Unless my mom voluntarily gets up and goes and sits in the back. I'm, even still, I'll be like, mom, you don't got to do that. Like, yeah, And I would expect my wife... Too to not disrespect my mom in that moment. And even if you have a problem, maybe you voice it with me later on. And even still, it's not going to go the way you want, <laughs> but still like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in any other situation, I would not put my wife over my mom, but something as minuscule as sitting in the front seat, that's all ego at that point. There's not a, it's not a matter of who's, who do you love more? Who do you care about? It's your yeah. ego that you need to check. It definitely, like, really doesn't matter at all. Like, you don't need to be arguing about a fucking seat. Just go sit your ass in the back. Listen, but, she like, was there first. If, like, if, what's the big deal? If my boy, no, because if Norm if Norm or intern are in the front seat and I pull up on my girl, y'all niggas go to the back. I would do it all I already, yeah. And like, my boy already... would probably get up without me even asking. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like... The, it, I understand why a woman would feel somewhat threatened by the relationship just because love is irrational in that way. Sometimes 
Like you want that a person that person's attention all the time. You want them to be about you all the time. And in that moment, you might feel it might be a stark reminder that ah, maybe I'm not the only important person in his life. But still, mm -hmm. that is a time to check your ego. I feel like no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like um, when I was with one of my exes. And like we would all leave out and I would offer because for me, it's like also anybody who is old, like elderly people, like they get the front seat. It's respecting. You know I mean? And I'm not saying that she's not capable of getting the back, but I mean, his mom was like 60. So for me, it was like naturally like, yeah, get like sit in the front. But she was like, no, she's like arguing with me. She was like, no, I'm getting in the back every single time. Yeah. I'm like, Miss Donnie, you can sit in the front. She's like, no. <laughs> Miss Donnie, you can sit in the front. She was like, no, I'm going into the back. You sit in the front. Like, I'll be like, okay, whatever. But like, it's here for you to sit in the front. Like, I could definitely take my ass to the back. Well, I'm perfectly fine. I mean, I would appreciate, I would appreciate it. I would definitely would be like, mom, you don't got to do that. But mm -hmm. I would definitely appreciate the fact that I feel like that would be a sign of respect that my mom's showing to my wife voluntarily. Because yeah. my mom knows she doesn't have to do that too. Right? But... Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, she wants to, sh she almost, it's almost like when your mom does something um, for your significant other and without your knowledge, and then you find out later on, but you're like, oh, that's, that's cute. Like they're getting closer. Close. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I would feel that way if my mom were to get up for my girlfriend to come into the car, like what you have that my mom don't get up for me. <laughs> you have that much respect for this young lady. I'm marrying her. Like what? This is crazy. <laughs> so it's like, I, so you're I, saying he should have married me? <laughs> I mean, shit. Wait, wait. Was he from St. Louis? Was he from St. Louis? No, no, no. Okay. He's the one that had the baby. Oh, Ooh. so it's still trash. Yeah. <laughs> it he didn't deserve you. He didn't deserve. Mother's you. intuition so didn't, didn't kick in then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, but no. That was that was uh, another trivial moment from the timeline <laughs> um anything I, else happened and it's always the same argument like who do you put first Listen, your man. wife your kids your Listen. mother like the whole thing always is like, the same argument anyone like, who presents but that go ahead norm it's, it's so simple though like she was there sitting in it when they arrived yeah like i get it let's say they were going long distance driving cool but I, she even said, he even said, I haven't seen my mom's in a while. Like, this is the first time wow. I've seen her. Like, oh, man. already? Like, I, I haven't seen my mom's in Listen, a minute. Like, come on, man. I, so I personally thought that wifey was in the wrong, even though if it, it was her car. But, hey, man, you sit, you drive then if it's such a big issue. I'll anyone that I'm dating that would feel the need to bring it up at that moment? Hmm. Just bringing it up. We're not going to even get to the disrespectful part yet. Just bringing that up in that moment out loud to the both of us. We're already on thin ice. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Because for me, it's, it's about respect at the end of the day, right? Respect. It's like about I respect. would never, ever do anything. to. I would never question your parents, especially not in front of you on mm -hmm. some shit especially if we're just dating, right? And on top of that, to get disrespectful with your significant other's parents without the permission 
to get disrespectful oh. is absolutely insane to me. Imagine if a husband did that to oh my god to his wife's mother or father or even. father even Says, worse. Sir, get to the back. I need to sit in the front with my wife. Yeah, like come on now. That's never. That's not happening. It's a scrap on site. Dad scrapping with me on site. Like, are you crazy? That's disgusting. And that like that shows me how you would treat a lot of different other people that don't even mean as much. <laughs> if you're gonna treat the people I care about the most in the world like that in front of my face, how are you gonna treat my friends? How are you gonna treat the fucking waiter when they come to the table? How are you gonna treat yeah. people at, at department stores when we're, we're shopping or whatever? Like, it it's it's gross to me. That would be gross. There's so many different like little things. Like I've had a guy tell me that he was turned off on a girl because of how she treated uh somebody at one of those like restaurants like a sub not subway it was like a pita place yeah. you know and yeah. they treat her just because there wasn't something that she liked and she started going getting rude or whatever having an attitude it's like these people are just here to work like they are just here to make a living yep and i i've listen i've been in those positions and i've never, never spoken theory. to those girls ever again <laughs> never spoken to them ever again and it, for me it's like it's that whole um like there's a retail test that I used to I used to do when I was uh working retail where I would see people pick up shirts mm -hmm. and see who would fold them back and who would not fold them back. And some of the people that would fold them back, I would ask them, "You ever worked retail before?" Just out of nowhere, I just be like, I would just ask them and they'd say, "Yeah." Yeah. And almost every time they'd say, "Yeah." And it's just a th it's a thing for some people for some reason they can't think outside themselves they have to have experienced it mm -hmm. in order to feel some form of empathy like i can't I've, go to a retail store and not put something back after i i took it up i feel horrible i've never worked retail but like i definitely fold stuff actually the last time i was at foot action uh this guy he was like going through t-shirts and he touched like six of them and he just like left them like and you know at like foot action you know those t-shirt walls or yeah. whatever and how everything's like neatly folded yeah he went and he touched six different ones didn't like and just like laid them on top the guy at the door seeing that he was walking away um or one of the employees seen it he picked it up he signaled to the guy that was at the door and the guy at the door was like hey bud can you go fix those shirts that <laughs> you touched you're fucking right <laughs> The guy went back and like the the customer went back and folded like tried to fold. Oh, all that nigga a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wow. I would have honestly, I I don't rate him for leaving the shirts, but I super don't rate him for folding. <laughs> I super don't rate him for going back and folding them. Are you what? Dog, yeah. that's your job. Are you stupid? Like I just Stay really committed. Buddy. Yeah, man, you gotta follow yeah. through, bro. <laughs> keep your like, hand oh, like oh, this. Sorry, sorry. You I gotta keep the follow I'm, like, through. Dying, just sitting there <laughs> watching. Um, but I'm also like the same way for when it comes to like going to restaurants and tipping and stuff like that. Um, because like I used to work in the food service, so. Yeah, I'd always feel bad, especially not necessarily here as much because they definitely make more here. But mm. like in the States, like these people really only be making a oh, couple yeah. of dollars. Three dollars and hour. 40 cents an hour or some shit yes. like crazy. I only wow. tip to impress women. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll 
expensive. Like at least just do like the 15% or whatever the case may be. Like you don't have to be a crazy and go over the top, but if you're doing anything less and especially if you got it, like mm -mm, if I'm there, if I'm by myself, if I'm by myself and I tip, it's because you made me feel welcome at wherever I'm eating. Or you, or yeah. we had, we had a little mini t- conversation or something, mm-hmm. something beyond you saying, "What do you want?" Write it down. I'll be right back. Here's your food. Here's your bill. Like if that's what if the, if I'm getting bare minimum service, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tip you. Mm-hmm. That's Facts. just that's just how I feel. There, there has to be, a, and I understand that you know some people have a rough day and whatnot, but you've signed up for this job where you have to pretend like you're not having a rough day. Yeah. So I'm going to treat you as such. That is just the nature of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, John, he tips like crazy. Sometimes he'll tip the same amount as the bill itself. Mm. Spend, mm. And Jeez. what it ends up doing is he's a legend every time he walks into the, into the establishment. Yeah. And he could literally walk into every restaurant he walks into because they remember, oh, this is the guy that tips like that crazy. Tips well. Absolutely. And they right. give him... He could walk through the back of the kitchen, like all some mafia <laughs> shit everywhere. I rate it. Yeah. I rate it. But no. I also feel like your my my your attention to my service should not be dependent on the fact that I'm a big tipper. I feel like that should be your job across the board if you've signed up for that job. I don't go to us. You don't go to stand ups and just because this venue pays you a little bit more, you tell the jokes a little harder. Mm -hmm. but i mean so this is what it comes down to every time you are in a job you're supposed to get a 100 percent, right when it comes to people who tip more you'll probably give 150 percent. so like you're always supposed to give 100 percent, no matter who it is but you give 150 percent to people that be tipping you really well because you want those coins maybe you want them to keep coming or or be 150 percent and get the tips off that I mean, how can no. why, why can strippers do it? Strippers what? do what? <laughs> strippers strippers will go extra hard when they know the guy's got a bank. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's um, not tipping so though. That's direct. Do the same they're thing. not getting paid hourly. That's their direct pay is right there. No, <laughs> but wait, think, waiters, certain waiters long... will go extra hard uh, when they know that there's a group, uh, a table that they know has bank. I'm not refuting that at all. I understand that. I think that. as long as you give 100% like, and you take care of your job because everything else is extra. Me and you having a conversation about like shit you're into or stuff that you're going on in your life, like that's extra because technically it's taken away from me doing something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you serving have to, other tables. Getting, yeah, like... Yeah. So that's not something that nece- that's not in your job description. If they are showing up, being prompt, making like hearing your concerns, if there's mm. something wrong with it, making sure they fulfill those concerns, being polite, like that's you giving 100%. Anything extra, I don't technically have to do because that's not in my job description. Well, technically they I don't do have to be I polite. Because I either fuck with you, like I fuck with your vibe or I for sure know that you're going to pay me well. Technically they don't have to be polite. Technically the 100% it's granted no one files a complaint that they weren't extra nice or whatever technically all you have to do is get their food order bring them their food at a prompt time and get I mean, them the bill that is that is 100 percent though like that's kind of alluding to being like being able to handle customers accordingly but that's why i feel like you the people that stand out are the ones doing extra 
all, almost all the time or whenever they whenever they feel like doing extra that's mm -hmm. when they're getting that extra because my tip is also not mandatory it is extra so in order for you to get that tip shouldn't you be doing extra i came um, here to pay for the food i didn't come here to pay your pockets that's the that's the company's job because we can get into tipping worldwide and how this is a north american thing only and how they should be paying these workers a good pay so that they don't have to worry about tips yeah that's Survival not my tips. fault exactly that's not my fault me as the consumer exactly. i looked up the price i said yo we should go to this restaurant i didn't also add in your niceness mm -hmm. that's extra so you don't have to do anything extra but just know that if you do something extra i'm gonna feel empathetic i'm gonna feel guilty if i don't leave you a tip that's just how i feel if I don't, if I look at the bill and I don't feel a ways about leaving a tip, you probably didn't do a extra job. Mm. That's just me. I know Norm is from the restaurant industry. I think the tips should go to y'all niggas uh, yeah, in the back. Y'all niggas in the back no, are the ones that should be getting that extra. Get no, but I was going to say, depending on the establishment, they usually pool them or okay. uh, they give you like a certain amount. Mm. Okay. okay. So a lot of the times we hope that the servers are good enough to get crazy tips so that we can, they can break us up. Mm. There it is. But mm. now that's why we have to go above and beyond to make sure the food is extra nice so that like even portion sizes and whatnot. Sometimes I'll add a little bit more of the service like, yo, this person can sip really well. Please beef up the plate, so on and so forth. Yeah. See, and this is why this is why the chef should be getting the tips. Because you guys, no right. matter what, perfection is the status quo. Like you guys have to make sure the food is on point no matter what. And it's now determined it's now dependent on the person giving them the food on if you get some extra for doing but extra the, every plate but don't the chefs also make more money do they uh yeah. servers yeah we make more money like cooks make more money chefs make a lot more money but yeah cooks, cooks don't make that much more money than the servers okay so like but they work four times harder who does the chefs the chef the cooks. easily easily the, the dishwasher gets paid just as much as a, as a server the dishwasher is doing way more work the hardest, <laughs> the hardest, the hardest job, job in the whole fucking place trust me i was there the no tips knows. no tip out none of that shit. and i had to be you have to be so on point niggas are coming to the back yelling in your ear i need that fucking colander i need like it's crazy back there and the servers who just take up the plate they wrote down the order like the the highest degree of difficulty in their job is memorizing the menu memorizing memorizing the menu knowing no, it inside and out because you also have to deal with horrible fucking <laughs> yes. customers there dealing are with so hungry people, people is a bitch for sure hungry there people are so is, many people yeah. that are really really rude just like I'd rather Off deal with bat. that. I'd rather deal with that than deal with rude employees coming back telling me to wash pots or um, being a chef and having to get there at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., seven hours before the restaurant even opens and I'm preparing everything. I'd rather put up with some bullshit people that are going to be there for an hour and a half than do all the things that the chefs and dishwashers are doing a hey, hundred times. 
As a cook, I will never, ever want anything to do with the front of house and dealing with the people because 100%, that is a nightmare in itself. Mm. However, it really takes a certain type of person to be working in the kitchen, too. So I just chose my poison. You know what I mean? The restaurant I mean, anybody that works in the restaurant industry at all, you have to be able to be built for whatever comes. Yeah. Like. yeah. It's a war zone, honestly, in restaurants, mm-hmm. man. Like, even, even the... the what are like the 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 what do they call them like words that they use in the back no words that they use in the back like behind hot or like what like you have to remember it's almost i feel like there's a military vibe we're 86 we're we're 86 (laughs) like i feel like there's a such a military vibe to the kitchen where it's like especially with like yes chef no chef like rank and file yeah. you know what i mean like there's a ranking a pecking order sure. so it's like it feels like you're going to war every time that restaurant opens man i'm telling Actually, you and like do, dealing is. with rushes and shit like oh, that oh god oh and, and you know well, the well, rushes are coming yo, or or while, while sitting we've there, got a table of 70 rush. coming tonight the, wi- yo, the worst, the worst the is soft- when the rush comes out of nowhere and Ooh. you aren't prepared for it Ooh. and now you're just like trying to scramble in the heat of the moment and try to make it work Worse. and you're like Fuck and then people life. are sitting in their seats so calm just oh. like, so how was your week yeah uh-huh. and meanwhile <laughs> in the back motherfucker's like get the sticks out now let's go yeah 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 it's fucking it's the that's so funny the juxtaposition between the front of house and the back is crazy man because i remember times where i'd be in it and as a dishwasher you almost never are going to the front almost never and there's a one or two times where i had to go to the front and the way my mood changed (laughs) opening that door and walking out there it's just quiet there's like nice little jazzy music playing candles everyone's laughing and yada 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 and i Walking back to the back, I'm like, this is about to be hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's scary, yo. It's scary. Yeah, no. In, restaurant industry is not for me. Not at all. Can't do it. Cannot. Mm-hmm. And I know people got carpal tunnel as waiters. <laughs> carpal Facts. tunnel. Cold in plates. Bro, you see this bump right here? This is from cutting. Look at the I calluses. That callus is just from holding a knife for too long. Norm can Jeez. open a bottle of ting with without his t-shirt. And <laughs> just his no hand. Problem. No problem. Easy. He's got tough, tough skin. Just <laughs> one one flick. Oh man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Another week. Another one. Another three hours and a half, much to the intern's delight. <laughs> Yes, Not I got y'all, bladder. gravy gang. Got y'all. Got y'all back. I'm going to get it back to an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, like I said, make sure you guys tune into the Patreon. Shout out to all the Patreon members inside the building right now. Bong, bong, Shout out to Jason, bong, Jordan, bong, Muhammad, Jason, Richard. Richard, Muhammad. Um, shout out to Yat. Like a whole bunch of people left uh, because it was it's a long podcast. I'm pretty sure y'all got laundry and shit. Um, <laughs> maybe eat. <laughs> maybe shout eat some shout food. Out to my nephew for listening in. <laughs> Every yeah. time we finish this show, we are starving. What's his name again? Anargo. Anarco. Anaro. Anaro. 
Hey. He, he sounds like a video mascot. game title. Like you should really <laughs> look into getting him a video game that, and modeled after his life. The first <laughs> Filipino RPG video game. And oh, yo. We just did it. Extra game exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. World premiere, 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 premiere. Bomb, bomb, bomb. And then he has to find Toki Andrews. <gasps> right there. Ooh, Done. at least a children's book, Norm. At least a children's <laughs> book. That'd be really cool, though. I haven't seen an Asian child's children, uh, Asian children's book. Yeah, you want to work on it? That's one of my goals is to like write a children's book. Yeah, I want to write a children's book, too. I was thinking about sure. it the other day. I just don't know mm. on what yet. It has to be something niche, baby. Very niche. I think I know, but I'm not sharing with you. I want to write a children's <laughs> book for adults. Huh? It's, you know those children's books that are for really for adults to read for the children? Oh. Go to fuck this All sleep books? or something like that? Yeah, like, go to fuck this sleep. What the fuck yeah. is that? That's a sick book. Like a child's book? You would think it's a child's book, but it really, it's like, cussing oh that's sick it's called that's go the fuck so to sleep. sick i like that I a lot no norm that's right up your alley that's right up norm's alley right there yeah. you would be a bestseller Norm would be a bestseller in weeks oh man speaking of um before we go fuck oh man i'm so happy you brought that up fam i went to a drive-in with my girl and oh, we watched oh. we watched first of all i don't know why drive-ins do not have new movies very fucking um, weird so the licensing the answer is because because everything got shut down they stopped releasing movies for that like no even before then when i went to this drive the same drive-in mm -hmm. no new movies they show old movies like not old movies but like older movies and no. i have so no he, idea why he went, he went on he went they do that yeah marlon's right they do that on like one to two days it's the drive-in near oh near was it the day area, i went yes oh okay okay that makes more yeah. sense yeah they do it like two days out of the week i think oh okay yeah because and it's like a family day they bring them in you know mm. they do the you know you saw the the playgrounds at the yeah, front yeah, yeah, usually yeah. that gets used and all that yeah yeah are you we, talking about the one in Oakville? that's yes. the one near me yeah yes yeah um five drive-in i believe it's called mm -hmm. it's yeah. all the time do they do uh, all the time i've only been twice yet? pardon me have they done comedy shows there yet I'm uh, not too sure. I wouldn't know, but they were. Excuse me. When I was when we were driving in, um, they're like, "Are you guys here for the concert?" I was like, "Concert? What? Are you, what?" He's like, "Yeah, Blake Shelton." <laughs> Points at the sign. I'm like, "No, I'm not here for fucking Blake Shelton." <laughs> Blake Shelton. Oh my <laughs> I'm god. Here for Shrek, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would. You yeah. would. <laughs> Radio lady. <laughs> um. Uh, what was I gonna say though? You know that they're they have the drive-in theater or whatever um, near the docks, like the docks. Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're gonna the be using is. a bunch of vacant uh, mall parking like, lots for mm -hmm. for drive-ins drive and shit like that. Yeah, I'm really then, amped like, for that. And then Cabana has turned their little situation into a patio, but like on Tuesdays they do movie night, so yeah. you can go there, get dinner, and uh, watch a movie on the patio. Yeah. yeah, and with a nice scenery too. I love yeah. Cabana's. Cabana's probably got one of the best um, views out of any venue you can go to in Toronto because they Absolutely. get they're across the, the the pond from the skyline, so you get to. Mm -hmm. That's where women love taking pictures on that Cabana Bridge thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they wait till that sunset and then they set it on sun. Yeah, um, so you gotta get the sun setting. <laughs> but yeah, no, I watched Shrek, 
uh, for the first time as I a grown today. as a grown man. You watched it today? Yes, because I see you tweeting about it. Oh my god! And you god. said the thing, and I was like, I do not remember what happened in Strike. Let me go watch it. And <laughs> were you? Did your jaw drop at any point? Um. I wasn't like, you know, paying too much attention, but when, what was it? Those little things were like singing. And everything face. <laughs> and then it was like, I was like, in my head, I'm like, ass, ass or some shit. Yeah, like yeah. Like, Cause they bend over, they're like, clean your face, clean your face, clean your face. Do like is. This movie was definitely really made for adults. Listen, there another there was another reference that had to do with something like growing head. Like, it was head. Yes, head. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Listen, man, it's it. It was the Merry Men, Robin Hood and the Merry Men, when they yeah. said something. He loves to get head or some yeah. shit like that. And yo, this was the part for me where I was like. It just goes to show that you can make things inappropriate and children literally will Whoa, not no. know <laughs> what the Over fuck the is going on. I Let me tell you, Shrek, when I was 13, I got chicken pox, finally, right? Right. And the only movies in my room were Shrek and Lean On Me. And I wasn't allowed to leave the room um, like my parents wanted me just to stay quarantined basically. <laughs> and so I watched those movies. I mean, I think I watched Shrek about 20 times. No joke. <laughs> Cause that's all you no had. joke. Cause that's all I had. Right. That, and <laughs> I know every word of Shrek <laughs> so and I know every word right? of lean on me. You smoke crack, don't you? It kills your brain cells. Son. It kills your brain cells. Like I, I know every word of those movies. Okay. <laughs> Tell me why I'm watching Shrek and uh what's his name lord farquad is in bed see this is the night yeah. before the princess is supposed to get to the castle okay <laughs> lord farquad is naked in bed fam laying in bed covers over him wine glass he got some wine in a glass he's drinking he tells the mirror to come over to the bed you remember the magic mirror that, that shows yeah. him the candidates or the girls. Here are the three girls, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. And <laughs> he's like, show me her again. Right? He's talking about Princess yeah. Fiona. Yeah. They go, cut to the mirror. And the mirror guy, his face is like this. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Like, he's disgusted. Okay? <laughs> and then he switches to Fiona. Lord Farquaad... <laughs> drinks a sip of his wine, swirls it around, looks at the, the mirror, lifts up the blanket, looks down at his dick, and looks back at Fiona like, oh, yes, that's perfect. That's I perfect. That. <laughs> Yo, Doc. I'm like, are you wow. serious? Yeah. A masturbation scene in Shrek. <laughs> Go watch it again. There are so yeah, many I've moments like that. There's so many moments like that. It's not even funny. It's kind of creepy. I find that when I'm watching shit with my nephew. That's for sure. It's kind of creepy how much shit is like that. Like, you're reminding me of Fairly Odd Parents. There's a, there's a scene in Fairly Odd Parents where he comes home and his parents are on the ground and all you see is the mom's legs up in the air like a V. <laughs> and she's like, ah, ah, ah. Like this picture, why do I? And yeah, exactly like that. Why, why do you have that on demand? I'm ready. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 
so that the, the the mom got her legs up in the air in the V like that, and she's like, <laughs> and the dad's like, just move it to the left, and the boy walks in, and they're playing Twister. <laughs> and I'm like, you motherfuckers! <laughs> like, this is gross, man. Sickening stuff. Don't I let Inaro watch Shrek, man. Don't let Inaro watch Shrek. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it with him again. He's already a man. He went to the nude beach, man. Don't do it, man. He'll <laughs> clock. He'll clock everything now. <laughs> his, innocence, Yo, man. his innocence is we were, gone. We were at a we were at a barbecue on the weekend, and the music video for. Um, uh, the tiger joint. That video of my nephew was like playing with this Lego set he just got, and then he he saw one little shake of the booty. He looked up, and he said, "Fuck Lego," and he nice. just stared straight at Tiger's video. <laughs> And I was just like, can we change this quick? Because uh, Norm's scrambling for the remote. Much, <laughs> this guy's scrambling for the remote. Don't kill me. Oh, man. Another week. Another episode. Another gem. Truly one for the book. I think this is one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> just because Logic is retired, baby! Yeah! Tripling down! Fuck you, thought. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Screw, screw. Bam, 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 If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.